0: Back to another edition of the Shop and Chivalry podcast. Today, my guest is Oren Zweig. So, Oren is uh, an Israeli businessman. He has—he's also an avid poker player. He's been in the World Series of Poker tournament. He owns a bagel shop here in downtown Ocean Springs. He's also been somebody who—who's—he's got this vibe about him. This like kind of all go no quit kind of kind of vibe that is, well, it's—it's it's really infectious, honestly, and. I got motivated just just kind of talking to him, and he had a beautiful quote because he's he's had a lot of businesses that he's that he started, and he's ended on his own as well, which is interesting. And he says, uh, "What was it?" I'm not afraid of going broke because I'm not afraid to work. And I thought that that was like a really powerful, simple thing to say. But it's true, you know. Like you don't have to have a fear of losing money if you know that your own human capital is has limit, limitless potential here so I, I thought that was really great but again he's a he's a great dude funny as all hell and uh, we we had a great conversation um again let me know what you like about it uh shoot me an email if you'd like at administration at and chivalry.com and everybody please welcome Oren zwag Looks good so do me a favor i'm sorry um how do you pronounce your last name zwaig 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 so yeah. Orin zwaig yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> well everybody welcome welcome to another episode of the shop and Chivalry podcast i'm here with my guest today Orin Zwag. Yeah. that's right how you doing <laughs> pretty good pretty good, good. good so uh i guess tell us about yourself man
1: oh just not much at all pretty uh basic uh, moved uh, over here to the coast, Mississippi coast after Katrina. Okay. Uh, poker, bro- poker brought me here. Okay. So I worked at the Beau Rivage dealing poker, and uh, it was either Vegas or here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, I had a gig lined up at the Bellagio, like an extra board, which was extra board is like, hey, we'll call you when we need you. But, I see. But you can, you pretty much work every day. Um, so I had a pretty, you know, uh, good setup already, ready to go over there, a house mm-hmm. and everything. And uh, but I came here and I worked there in the summer of uh 2006 for that world series of poker okay and it just I, I, Vegas wasn't really I just didn't see myself
0: it gets kind of old man it's great like I go every year yeah. you
1: know we go during the summer for you know world series to play poker or whatnot sure and, um, and so you play in that as well yeah yeah, yeah. okay I, I played one time in the uh, main event the world series main event but um usually go during the summers to play cash games and uh but it just it wasn't it's a great place to visit but I don't think.
0: Yeah, I it's not for me. There. Yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, I've been there about probably about a half dozen times. Yeah. It's funny. I did a podcast this morning uh, as as well, and so this is it's it's funny that Vegas is, is coming back as a second, oh, you know, it, as a second topic. But up, yeah. but so so what got you into poker?
1: Poker, just my whole life. It was Just
0: okay. My parents,
1: you know, uh, my dad played poker, and okay, they had game, they had home games at the house. You know, like my, my mom would host. You know, and uh, I just. I just grew up around it and just loved it and started playing as a kid and then, you know kind of started playing and realizing hey there's money to be made. Sure. But when I was in it it was like like my generation, I'm 45. We started on like 7 card stud. Mhm. You know, and um after that when uh the whole money maker thing hit, okay. It, it changed. So but then I started playing hold'em but like a limit hold'em. So you know the popular thing is no limit, no limit hold 'em so but when you know when we were growing up, back in, what was I can was i was actually seventeen, I wasn't old enough to play We mm-hmm. had casino cruises and we'd go out for four hours,
0: oh, there you go, and then
1: you'd come back, but um so it was it was a limit poker, so you could bet ten dollars twenty dollars, but then that's about it, but then, after the money maker thing, like the whole landscape of poker changed it was like no limit was the thing, and it was hard to get you know. You know, to learn no limit when you're a limit player, but you had to because there's limit almost is non-existent. So, you know, pretty much my whole life been playing, learned how to deal at a young age as well. Because, you know, when you play, you don't do too well, you know, and if that's how you make money and you're not making money, you got to make money somehow. Sure, sure. So I learned how to deal in Florida, and that was back when it was like 25 cent, 50 cent poker limit. Oh, wow. So it was really just like bingo. It wasn't like real poker. Yeah. But, um. So yeah, the dog tracks got poker, the uh, paramutuals, dog tracks, horse tracks. But but and ever since then, slowly, I just kind of progressed a little more and more, started working and traveling and dealing in mm-hmm. different places. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's really been a part, a big part of my life, poker. Yeah. So, and and uh, yeah, that's what brought me here. I just decided, actually the people here, the, the poker, right after Katrina, the, the poker community, like, this place was a poker hotbed, which people don't realize. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Huge, the, the action here was unbelievable.
0: What What did Katrina do that, or well, even what before, was the circumstance?
1: Well, actually, before Katrina, it was much better. Okay. You know, it was like the um, Harris was the big poker room. Mm-hmm. It's just this area was a poker hotbed forever. You know, it wasn't just Vegas. I did not know Vegas. that. Yeah, oh yeah. It was, and even like up north in a, in a tunica. You know, from what I understand, like some of the biggest PLO pot limit Omaha. It's a four card game, so it's slightly different, but it's a no limit game. You
0: said uh, pot limit Omaha. Pot
1: limit Omaha. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that the PLO for sure, not not Palestinian Liberation Organization, not that not that PLO. <laughs>
0: but, uh, I wasn't even thinking about
1: that. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess my generation thinks about Yeah, that, yeah. Especially when you're Israeli. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, that, from what I was told, like it started in mississippi like and now plo is getting really really popular it's Mm -hmm. a four card game it's just a lot more action so um but yeah i decided to move here just the people were just great you know yeah poker was good the people were great and it was just a great place
0: it's a great intersection of like hobby and interest and 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 you you know people
1: you know if you take it seriously enough and you learn and you know it's a grind it's not it's like a regular sure it's actually probably a little more strenuous than a real job you know because like I say, you can lose money. So if you go to work and you're, you're working for free or you're paying to go to work, you're not going to be happy. So
0: You know, that's, yeah. that's an interesting uh, way to look at it. It's if you do take it seriously and you consider it a job where you make, where you make income, yeah. there's no risk of me losing money at my job, but really like ever for, for every hour you, you work doing poker, you could make money, but yeah. you could lose everything too. Yeah. yeah. You
1: can. And like I say, it's discipline and that's something where, you know, I tried for a little while to really just strictly play professionally, but I just i didn't have the discipline you know like if i Mm -hmm. would take like a beat i would i would emotionally really you know it's hard not to well yeah but but you got to be you got to be a machine and and there's a couple people who can very few people can just do that straight for a living you know
0: is that the key to it is you got to be able to just kind of drop a loss off in history and never consider it again
1: yeah you can't like if you take a beat like let's say you're 98 chance to win and the guy's got one card to hit and Mm -hmm. he hits it you know and you 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 just got to forget about it. You know you, you can't let that because that's going to affect your play because now you're not playing with a clear head. Yeah. And and that's one of the main things that really uh, it it for most people it's hard to do. I mean it's fifty two cards so the mm-hmm. variables are, you know you got fifty two variables and obviously the way people play but that's not the hard part really. Just I mean the percentages are easy. Every, anybody can figure out pot odds percent. Yeah. That's nothing. You know. Um, it's it's really you're figuring out how the game is comprised, people's tendencies and whatnot. But mm-hmm. and again, that's if you focus and you, and you just you know how people play, and their tendencies. It's just when you take a you know when you take a beat then you know it's kind of hey, hey he's opened up now you know so some yeah. people you just start playing a little more reckless and uh, and that's probably the main thing that most people you know can't get past to play. Professionally, yeah. A lot of people say, "Oh, yeah, I'm a professional. I play." Very few people. Very few people can play professionally.
0: So, so how do you get into the World Series of, of poker? Is it just it's, buying your way in? Yeah, or? you can buy
1: in. Yeah, you can okay. buy in. It's ten thousand dollars, and uh, it's th- the fields are ridiculous. Now with COVID and everything, you know, it's they're trying to do like half online, half live. I don't know exactly yet what they're gonna do for next year, but um, yeah, you just buy in. But the way I did it, like. I'm not spending ten thousand. I'm not really a, a tournament player, you know. Tournaments mm-hmm. are tough, you know. It's you really got to be in that mode.
0: Yeah, but, that uh, that really sounds like a grind, yeah, honestly. It, oh,
1: for sure. So I, I did a uh, they call satellites. Mm-hmm. So it's a thousand bucks. I mean, they have satellites for all different kinds of uh, entry fees. Mm-hmm. So if you do, if you get a thousand dollar satellite, so for every ten players, that's ten thousand dollar ticket. So if it's a thousand people, they're giving away a hundred you know, hundred uh, seats. So that's how I got in. I want a satellite. Actually me and two of my friends from here, uh, we all qualified from that one satellite. Okay. Yeah. So it was fun. It was nice. I made it to day two and it was a nice experience, but
0: yeah. Uh, so how, how did, I've always wondered this. Do you bring your own money in or does everybody start with a pot? Like, like an equal tournament? pot? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: in a tournament, yeah, everybody gets the same amount of chips. Okay. Some tournaments, like they do like a dealer add on. So it's kind of like you know, it goes to the dealers. You know, like for tips or whatnot. And, yeah. Uh, so you get a few extra chips, and they make it to where, you know, you'd be an idiot not to do that. So yeah, pretty much everybody starts with the same uh, with the same st- uh, starting stack. I
0: guess it would have to be because if you have, if you had the bankroll to to kind of come in with with more money than than your. And your uh, uh, risk potential is, yeah. is uh, or your comfort with with risk is much different because yeah. you can mm-hmm. you can lose a lot you know because you're so so far ahead of the the, the mean of the field
1: and that's a strategy in cash games <clears throat> The term is called um, <clears throat> money whipping so it's people who, like in a, in a PLO uh, the parliament at Omaha you know there's a lot more variance because there's more cards involved, so there's you know a lot more hands that somebody can have, and then when people actually have you Know a lot of money and it they can so you're gonna get it in usually in uh parliament Omaha like at a 60 40 advantage because you're never gonna have like a monstrous advantage, especially like pre flop. Yeah, like a pair of aces pre flop and hold them is
0: huge, sure,
1: but it, it's not even close to as big in PLO because you got four cards and then the flop, so there's just so much, so many more hands that can be made. Mm. So people with money, so it's like. They say, oh, well, yeah, he can money whip you. So they just, they're playing, you know, they're playing really aggressive. And so they lose one hand. That's okay. They just buy and cover you again. And then all they got to do is hit one of the 40%. That's right. And then they can bust you. So that's actually a really, uh, that's how a lot of people play PLO, where it's a really good advantage when you have a much bigger bankroll and you can play at a game that's probably below your means. You have a much more and people think, oh, wow, that guy's great.
0: Well, well, and also I would suspect that your marginal like overall win is is much lower than than say um, Oops. Did I break it? That's all right. That's all right. We're good. I here. Do it. me a favor, you can here, I'll take care of it. You want me to put it here? Uh, yeah, will that work? Yeah, I just fixed your shit right here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's even better.
0: Yeah. So the uh, so the design of this table I I these were originally supposed to go in here, but they're kind of too close. So, so I was gonna okay. put them back, but I gotta re-drill that hole there. But in any case, yeah, yeah, yeah good. You can still see my face. Oh yeah, That's yeah. Very important. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Single, enjoy
0: long days on the beach. <laughs> Hell yeah! We'll do it like this. I will figure it out. Yeah, yeah, you're good. All right, but. Uh, yeah. Well, again, yeah. just uh, we are just got to yeah. kind of keep that yeah yeah that'll work I mean you can you can talk across it you know like okay, that yeah. so yeah that's what that's do perfect that? right there what do
1: they call that certain mics where you can only talk from the front yeah
0: it's a difference between a condenser mic and a, and a dynamic microphone dynamic and microphone so I think the dynamic there. ones you can kind of talk talk yeah. around it yeah. yeah yeah that's um my wife's uh parents did so they opened for fog hat Oh yeah, back in the day, yeah. yeah, yeah, they were they were pretty big around the Gulf Coast. Um, yeah. and the only
1: they, way I know Foghat is from uh, Guitar Hero. There you go.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I knew the song, but I didn't look. Know I it
0: don't, I don't think Guitar Hero gets enough credit for oh, like man. how many how, how many young people got to experience yeah, like like absolutely. old old songs in the '80s. So, yeah. but
1: Even in the '70s, like mm-hmm. Mississippi Queen,
0: yeah, 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 was, yeah, that Fog, yeah. was
1: that Foghat
0: no. so Foghat would have been Foghat. Foghat, yeah. I think, is the '70s. Yeah, so yeah. '70s or early yeah. '80s, but. But I'm leaning towards the 70s. Yeah, for sure the 70s. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But but anyway, that's that's his mic and okay. uh, you know, so he he, he nice. it's it's more that's a dynamic one if I'm not mistaken, and so it, it does better for people that aren't used to being around a mic. You okay. know, it's it's yeah. it's more receptive. This one's a specific podcast yeah. mic, and so I'm I'm more. A, yeah, Thinking about the discipline really of this. One. What's that? I got the
1: piece of shit, and you got the good one.
0: No, no, no. That's actually the no, better no, one. No, I'm that just, that one's like it. three times as expensive as this one. Yeah, that's a no, sure brand. Yeah,
1: that's the bigger sure. I got sure. Yeah, I did yeah. Uh, karaoke at my. There
0: you go. Place. Yeah. So so sure sure yeah. mics are like yeah, top sure of the line. Expensive, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. But um, but yeah. So what we're we talking about? Oh, like poker. poker. Yeah, poker is boring. <laughs> though, I guess
1: it's nice. It's fun.
0: Yeah. Know. Well, it's, it, when you're good at it, I mean, well, it's, yeah. it's kind of like anything, right? If, if you're, um, if you're really talented at something, I mean, it's just, it's just more, yeah. more interesting. Yeah. You and know? it's,
1: and now it's tough, you know, cause there's so much information out there, you know, where people are good. Mm-hmm. Like when I used to play, like I mean, you had people that just, they play ABC poker and it was just so easy to just read them. You know, yeah. You know how they play. And sure. They just, they just play ABC and then you, you, you get a little creative. So yeah. You play. And then, um. And that was, like, in the limit game. You just almost know what – like, they're playing with their hand face-up.
0: Because you yeah. know how
1: they play. Oh, wow, he just
0: – Some people are easier to read, too. You. Yeah. There's Gibbs there's there's and stuff.
1: Yeah, so it Tells.
0: Tells. Yeah, there you yeah,
1: go. Yeah, but uh, – but, it, so now there's so many good players. It's, it's really hard, you know. But now PLO just is becoming more popular. And in Houston, it's just blowing up. And you got people that are just there gambling, you know. And, it, and it's more fun for, like, the non-pro yeah, because it is like a 60-40 game. So, mm-hmm. you know, if if they got you, you know, non-pros with a lot of money, th- I mean, they have just as much chance. I mean, it's they have a much better chance to like not, you know, just lose all the time than they do, and uh, you know, and hold them. So, yeah. So it's not you know PLO is nice. Like it's a four-card game where you must use two from your hand. hmm And uh, so it's just it's more fun. It's it's more volatile for pros too. A lot of pros are like no oh, fuck that game. Yeah, I just yeah, I lost My buddy I was talking to him. I'm like, "Yo, how's the action? How's mm-hmm. the action going there? And he's a pro." And um he's like, "Well, I mean, I, you know, I'll lose 15,000 in one day and I'll lose tw- and I'll win 20 for the week, you know? So he's like, that's the kind of action that's here, you know."
0: Yeah, ex- exactly. So that's 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 what I was talking about like with the, you know, the the marginal wins must be much much lower than say than say like regular um uh Texas Hold'em I would think, you know.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, when you say low, well, now you, you you can you can score big like PLO. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, it's just so much more action. So when you're winning, you can actually win a lot more, but you can lose a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but it's a much more fun game. It's uh, it's uh, you know, th- for the last like twelve years, they've been saying you know PLO is the game of the future, but and it's starting to get there. You know, mm-hmm. so more and more people are starting to play uh, uh hold'em less. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but you know, it's fun. It's fun, you know. You camaraderie, you, you know. You meet you meet new people, like you'll see a like a heart surgeon or a lawyer, or like a
2: mm-hmm. or a,
1: like a judge, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're nervous at a table, you know. It's like, and then you're the ball, like you're you,
0: like they're regardless. In, they're in your world. Yeah. yeah, they're in your world. You know, mm-hmm.
1: and, it, and it's interesting. Like you'll play with people and the they'll be like, hey, you know, that guy's a doctor. I'm like, really? That guy's a doctor?
0: Because he's, he's playing like a moron. <laughs> he's a fucking doctor?
1: Like, how is that possible? Like, he's such an idiot. Yeah. And I was like, it's just, that's the the cool dynamic of poker. Yeah. Know? And, uh, but then they get to learn, you know, It's it's fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what brought me here.
0: Okay, and and where were you prior? So so you so you spent some time in Tampa, and then were you in Vegas? Part no, of that? Or? South Florida. South Florida. So okay, I was
1: raised in South Florida. Okay, yeah, gotcha. I was raised in South gotcha. Florida. You know, you know, did the the thing, the dog track. You know, I yeah. tickets at dog tracks. You know, mm-hmm. and, um, it was nice. And then, did they stop dog racing in Florida? You know, I haven't been back there in a while, but I know, I know they were changing the laws to where you don't need to have races in order to have poker. Mm. And, um, so I I don't. I don't believe they did. Okay, I'm pretty sure they still have it, but I'm not 100 percent sure. It's been a while. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but I know like the Indian reservations have poker, and then
0: yeah, that's that's where I played tracks. at out there. Yeah, yeah, Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, Tampa's beautiful. I love yeah, Tampa. Yeah. That, that that Hard Rock is gorgeous. Uh-huh. Did you play in the new room? Uh, well, I should I should clarify. I didn't play poker. I oh, played. I played. And stuff. Yeah, I played blackjack. And and I'll tell you, my game is roulette. But uh, roulette. yeah. yeah but I'm terrible at blackjack. Yeah. Look, I go to, I don't gamble. Gamble what right. you do when you have a chance of winning. Yeah. Okay. I donate. So, yeah. so when I'm ready to donate, I go there, I get, I get hammered and I give somebody else my money. Right. 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 So it's your I was, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, when I used to fly in the air force, uh, I was, a, I was a flying mechanic. Um, right. there we went to Tampa one time and then we broke there. So we, we had to repair the plane, but I had to wait for parts, whatever. Right. We went out and one of the pilots was, you know, heavy hitter on, on, on blackjack, you know, yeah. and, and I sat next to him and I was like, help me out, man. Yeah. So, so he got me from 40 bucks up to 700 bucks, nice. like basically playing, yeah. playing my hand. And, and then he's like, okay, you're on your own.
1: So what did he do different that you
0: don't do? He knew how to play the game better. Oh, like so he, he,
1: yeah. he just hit on seventeen and uh, shit like that. Yeah,
0: I, I knew not to do that, but yeah. like um, you know, uh, like I think one of his techniques was um, splitting eights. Yeah, they say. Uh, yeah, three is it? Threes and eights is that it? I think you
1: always split eights, never split sixes or something like that. Yeah,
0: cards. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so, so, so he knew all those rules, and so all for all him, basic, it, yeah. yeah, it was very algorithmic, and Pretty and much, and that's yeah. what that's what blackjack is. Is, yeah. is 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 you've got a problem set, and then you rack. And then you react based on the probability on right. on what the dealer showing. The same yeah,
1: same thing with poker. Yeah, yeah. But poker, the 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 extra variable is like I said, the players tendencies.
0: Ex- right. So, you, but you have other players, right? Playing, yeah, yeah you and you're playing players. them too. You're the difference is yeah. is is like blackjack. This is a one on one game. Right. It, it's it really a is,
1: one and it's just pure statistics. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, uh, if you play a certain way, and uh, you know, advantage play is. Uh, is where you're really paying attention to every card that's out and then you know when to raise your bet, you know, card counting. So advantage play Uh, people do that in blackjack, but you know, the casinos, they, um, I mean, they can tell, you know, they kind of have an idea Yeah,
0: they are doing that for sure.
1: So they have rules about that. Like, Hey, this guy's, you know, jacking up his bet. When we're three quarters into the shoe, because he knows the deck is rich. And there are actually a few players that played poker here at the Borivage when it was really, still pop, you know, really busy before Florida opened up. And uh, a couple of them actually played on that MIT team.
2: Oh, okay. And a
1: couple of them, and they're locals here. I mean, this. I mean this area is just fascinating it's just really rich with a lot of fascinating people yeah this area. yeah and
0: people don't know about it
1: and i'm telling you I man i love it here I'm yeah saying, yeah i love
0: it here well when when i started this podcast thing it was really just an excuse for for covid to uh well during covid to to kind of talk to more people because yeah. you know you become kind of yeah. kind of reclusive and whatnot but yeah it's, it's, um, it's tough but when i interviewed zach <laughs> shout out to zach to Yeah. afterwards he's like man what you're doing is really important here and I said, what are you talking about? He's like, a lot of people shit on Mississippi and like, yeah. you know, and, and, and they don't give the Gulf Coast credit, but there's some really amazing people here. And I thought like, yeah. man, you're right. Like, um, my, my first person I interviewed was, uh, is, uh, Fowad Zayed shot Foad. He, he, oh, uh,
1: uh, his brother Hussein uh, builds, builds his th- other brother, uh, Cal. I don't think i know him he i think he moved to california
0: okay oh that's right i i did meet him i met him yeah. um i met him at, during the shark week uh premiere at, at foet's house yeah yeah, yeah i a good did dude he's, yeah
1: I, mean, I heard the whole thing he's got a son yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: he's he actually uh I hired him to work to help me with my uh, sports bar for a little while okay because he had a restaurant before and he was in the business he knew it i didn't have, i had zero experience and mm-hmm. um he was just a good dude, man. Nice dude, and so you know, I came. In, he helped me consult. You know, I hired him for a couple of weeks just to yeah. kind of, hey, what do I need to do to make this place better? You know,
0: there you
1: go. That's just that's what I do. You know, I, I try to learn from people who who've been there. You
0: know, I tell you, so. I, I, two people I really want to interview are are their parents.
1: Yeah, yeah, because for, supposed so, to be a really yeah, big, and uh,
0: heart surgeon. But but how can you? What is it that you're doing to where you can your kids? Can get successful because they grew yeah. up you know what what people yeah. would, would would describe as privileged and yeah. yet they're the most outgoing hard-working oh, yeah. people well, yeah, you know personable,
1: very pr- yeah thing, absolutely yeah, yeah. and i heard that like the one brother's a, a big time fisherman or something
0: mm-hmm. yeah you know, that. Get,
1: yeah yeah see i don't know i don't know the brothers, even even his story nothing, though but good things about yeah, him, his family. yeah
0: absolutely and and yeah. uh so i i kind of i i look at all them and i think like man if I ever have kids, I mean, yeah. I I definitely oh, want to take a class here. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I mean, they're 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 three for three, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. You know, six degrees or separate, but it's to yeah. be small, but yeah, I mean, people, just like Zach said, everybody shits. Like, hey, I mean, what are you doing in Mississippi now? Warren? What are you sure. fucking stupid? Like, that the coast is different, man. The coast is it's the most uh, transient area of Mississippi. Yeah, like, you got the the base, all the mm-hmm. casinos and uh just the, the people just nice man good yeah. people every time i go back home to south florida it's like uh, man I, I could never live there again i just couldn't man. like like even when i was growing up you know
0: i could live as far as tampa but then after that like it's yeah, a, yeah.
1: maybe i could live, i mean the women are ridiculous down there uh, <laughs> it's just ridiculous but uh um and they don't care about anything but money. Not at all. I, I that's, that's terrible. Was that, that misogynistic? Was that the word? That was terrible. Don't ever paint with a broad brush. But, I, I mean, it's just—it's it, an incredible place, though. Um, and when you live there, you're just like, uh, this is the greatest place in the world. You know, we've got the most beautiful women, the best food. Yeah. The, the culture, just, it's so multicultural. Yeah. And uh, I was 24 before I left, went to Jacksonville. And um, did some transportation for the casino cruise, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, So, uh, and that was a shock. Like, I was like, yo, uh," because, you know, raised in South Florida, you know, all the, you know, bad neighborhoods, like, they don't take care of their grass, right? So the realtor was showing me places to live, and I'm like. You know why am I in the ghetto here? You know she's like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, "All the grass is dead." She's like, "It's winter, you fucking moron. It, <laughs> it went dormant. I didn't know grass even went dormant." Yeah,
2: know? yeah. Because
1: it's always hot in South Florida. But, uh, <laughs> so it was, and the, and the whole you know Bible Belt thing is is kind of a culture shock when you uh, when you're raising the, you know South South Florida is just like the East of like New York. Like
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's just, it's, it's different. Yeah. yeah,
1: totally. It's just it's
0: not. It's it's, it's, it's weird not South. country within the South. Yeah, yeah. And
1: yeah. it's like. Yeah, it's like the United States is so it's a melting pot down there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I I loved it down there. And, you know, you walk around and people are like, hey, how are you? And it's like, hey, what the fuck are you looking at? You know, like, mm-hmm. why, why are you smiling and waving? I don't know you. Yeah. So now when I go down there, I'm the fucking idiot smiling smiling. Hey, who are you, fucking homo? What are you looking at? i oh, like, shit, I forgot where I'm at. Here, you know, you just wave at everybody. Yeah, anyways, yeah. Southern hospitality is a legit thing, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. and it's just so nice. You know, people, oh, you know, like I said, like like, you, like Zach said, you know, people just judge this area. You
0: know, mm-hmm and it's just unfairly too. Yeah. It's
1: fine. Fuck. I don't care. Like I yeah. don't tell people anymore, dude, it's, it's fuck. Stay, stay. I don't want people coming.
0: because you know? like <laughs> well, That's you what know, Texas is, is, is going through right now yeah, because it's becoming California because everybody's you know? moving over. Yeah. Yeah and,
1: yeah. and Texas is a blue state now. Now we're getting into politics, but yeah. <laughs> I truly don't give a shit, but mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting how like they're projecting like for the next election, it's a blue state, you know? So, because everybody from, you know, from California is moving there and just, you know, I, I played poker with James Woods, what was it, two summers ago? We were playing in a tournament. Yeah. And he was just telling me, like, man, f- fuck California. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm, I think he said he was moving somewhere in the Carolinas or something. Yeah. And he was just like, look, it's not that we don't give, like, he's like, or, you know, I'll eat at a restaurant where it's 200 a plate. And, you know, outside the window, there's a guy shitting on the fucking Sidewalk, you know, yeah. and he's like, and and they don't do anything about it. Yeah, you know? they can't.
0: Well, in in San Francisco, they changed. Uh, so basically, you can't get arrested for nonviolent crimes like um, sh- uh, shoplifting yeah. and and stuff like that. But then also, yeah. you couple that with like, and and it's just mindless to me. These these these, it's this these altruistic like, well, we're yeah. doing something good here, but yeah. at what cost? So so for example, they they got rid of plastic bags. Why that's yeah. a a priority i cannot understand but as a result taking a backpack into a store is part of the norm right. and so now people are ta- like people aren't stupid yeah. and it's and and it's purely politicians that think people are stupid mm-hmm. you know and so they're not stupid yeah. and so they're like well i'm not going to get arrested okay well, i'm just going to go and steal shit right and that's exactly what happens and and, and they're wondering why why businesses won't won't stay around yeah. they're trying to um, San Francisco is running in, into an issue where uh, this because the businesses are leaving and not coming in. Yeah. N- now there's no jobs. All this stuff, and plus right. people are allowed to like. D- there's so many homeless people out there now. Yeah. Um, there's needles everywhere. People are defecating on the yeah. streets.
1: There's an app. It, I heard there's an app that tells you where the shit is on the side <laughs> in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. so, I so wouldn't doubt you see it. A piece of shit. And you it's just it. put it on the app. It was, so I, I, I don't think they would make yeah. that up. Whoever told me that, but
0: but they're but they're now looking at uh, penalizing the landlords because a business is not in there, yeah. and they're going to make them like like tax them because again, without business, the city loses revenue too. Yeah. Like it's, it's just this, it's, it's, it's such an amazing, it's it. yeah, it's and so and like amazing. You said,
1: it's those people that are in control, like they have zero zero business sense. Like, what does a politician, other than getting greased by a business, what do they know about business? Yeah. Nothing, you know. it's. And I, someone told me that if businesses leave the state, because a lot of businesses are, that they're going to try and tax them or something?
0: Yeah, so so they're looking at at uh, retro for ten years prior, increasing the taxes of businesses and I think even residents that like. are leaving. But it's not enforceable yeah, across states how could because that be? yeah. no, it can't be because um and and a federal judge will, will, will kill that because it violates yeah. the um uh one. I, The main thing is the Interstate Commerce Clause, and and that's for Congress to regulate that. And a state cannot compel another state because they are individual sovereign entities, you know. Like Rhode Island and Texas and California, they are all independent and equal to each other. Like, you can't just do that. And especially in Texas, you think... A judge in Texas is going to say, yeah, you can, you yeah, you can tax them. Hell no, yeah, they're not no, going to do that. No, absolutely. That's I mean, just to yeah. think
1: of it. Like, who thinks about that and says, hey, this is a good idea? It's gonna I'm work. telling you. Yeah, I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, what, California just got way, way left. Like, they went crazy,
0: crazy yeah. left. If you look at, uh, did you see the video of Gavin Newsom? Gavin Newsom's their governor. Their, oh, their I, governor, I and, heard about it. Like, and yeah, so dinner he, with a
1: bunch of people or something? <laughs>
0: What a piece! Of shit. And then he's like, and then he goes, his his statement is is something like, you know, I shouldn't have done that, and and it's just a political yeah. bullshit. Like he's trying yeah. to emphasize like emotion and strength and yeah. sorrow, and he's like, I should have when I got there and saw how many people were there, I should have turned around and drove home. Like, bitch, you don't know how yeah. many people are going to your own birthday party, yeah. and you're the governor. Like, yeah, come on, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, they know. It's just like, like, you can't what, do that. What's your name with the
0: haircut, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, um, Pelosi. Pelosi. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they know what they're doing. But it's but this mindset, you have to assume that everybody's stupid. There's no yeah. way you can get around it. Yeah, well, yeah, you're
1: better than them. You got to <laughs> see sure. that you're better than them. Yeah, you for know? sure. So, I mean, that's why you become a politician. because hey, look, they need me to lead them. <laughs> but, yeah, like James Woods was saying, it's, like, it's not like we, we hate. Homeless people, you know, we got plenty of money, and and we will donate. He's like, he was talking about like these warehouse districts where they're all out of business. You know, there's nothing going on. He's like, me, Oprah, whoever, we can all put money in. We could buy these places and give them a place to stay. We don't mind. We don't hate homeless. It's just the way that everything's going down. It's like he's like it's become just unlivable. He said so. Yeah, I don't know if he moved yet or what, but uh, you know, like they want to help, but and homeless you know homelessness it's not really it's more of a mental thing for a lot of them you know what i mean it's not you know just pure laziness or just drugs it's a lot of them it's like a mental you know it's a mental issue especially with the with the veterans
0: you know yeah yeah, yeah. So it's, it's i've got i've got this I've got this idea that eventually um, state-run psychiatric hospitals are going to make a return. And they went away mostly because in the middle 20th century, they were experimenting on them. You know, it was, it oh, they were yeah, yeah, all yeah. that stuff like lobotomies and shock therapy, yeah. you know, all that stuff. But I think Charges it's going to make well, a comeback. Yeah, yeah for Charges sure. Well, yeah, yeah I, th- I I think that to solve the homeless problem, it's, it's, it, it's going to come back to that. You're going to have state-run it's be the same thing, psychiatric. Be
1: experimenting with uh, chemicals, you know, all these pharmaceuticals. Yeah. I was talking to somebody, he's just like pharmaceuticals are the are the devil you know that's what's wrong
0: especially with
1: the united states like the fda like all these things that are approved by the fda here there's like hundreds of things that are approved here that in europe you can't put it in food but here you can Mm
2: -hmm. you know and and, and it all boils
1: down to like the the pharmaceutical the chemical companies where what they're putting in drinks like the diet sodas and all this stuff is and the fda is just allowing it and um Man, I wish I, I could really remember what he said, but it, I mean, it was fascinating. It was. Well, there's stuff it like it boils down to the chem. Those are the, and everything is derived from the chemical, like 3M and whatnot. Like yeah. all these
0: things, Dupont, like the round, probably
1: Roundup. You know, it's.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a big let's one. Let's make
1: billions and give people cancer, kill them, and pay back millions. Hey, it's a good deal, you know, if you're a businessman with no conscience.
0: You know, so, part of me wonders though, and and like, I kind of wish we could view history in the context of the times. Like, I don't. I wouldn't put it past him, but to me, it seems that something like that, they probably looked at, they obviously didn't think it through, but they may not have known that they needed to. Does that make sense? Like, no, Well,
1: yeah, that's what, it's like the oil companies. Mm-hmm. So like, um, you know, the way that they're getting oil and if if they're not doing it the right way, then they're getting they're getting a fine per barrel. So they're fining them like, you know, whatever, a hundred bucks per barrel, but they're making... Or whatever the fine is.
0: Yeah, they're making hand, money hand over yeah. fist regardless. So they're
1: calculating it. They're, mm-hmm. And and there's even companies that calculate like a death rate. Like, hey, well, if this many people die, you know, they they figure out what what they're gonna owe. And you know what? It's sure. Worth it. It's the price of business. You know, yeah. it's, it's not their family that's doing it, but you know, it's yeah. It, they got number crunchers for everything. You know.
0: Do you know where the class action lawsuit came from? No. So Ford had, I think it was, what was the car that used to explode? The
1: the little small one. Yeah, yeah. The Geo Metro.
0: No, it was like Pinto maybe. Pinto. No, what what yeah, the Pinto? Yeah, yeah, it was the Pinto? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was the yeah. Pinto. So so basically, yeah. um, these cars started exploding, right? Yeah, the gas tanks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, Ford was getting all these lawsuits, but what Ford was doing was they were just carrying it out in litigation, yeah. until the person died, and then. It goes away, yeah. That's right? right, and and so what they did was they they started combining these lawsuits into major lawsuits, yeah. and then going after the companies, which increased which increased the weight of the of the lawsuit itself, yeah. and so it got gravity, and so they 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 yeah. they they had to confront it, and so yeah, it's totally that's possible that yeah, <laughs> people oh, yeah, are doing yeah, that. Yeah, they, yeah, they got number crunch. you know, because because they were they made a calculated decision to say uh, we're not going to address this because they'll die yeah. and then we will and and then we can avoid it and we
1: won't, and we won't have to just yeah. yeah it's uh it's it's fascinating it's man seeing, really yeah, just the way that the businesses are and mm-hmm. you know how politics have become and just the media is just it's, it's just crazy how you know the internet when it came out you know i was what, what was i I'm kids i don't remember, nineteen twenty and. And I remember, and you know, I didn't really have money back then. I was kind of on my own when I was young. And I just remember I was in the back seat of my buddy's car. And he's like, yeah, you know, the Internet. And we're like, yeah, what the fuck is that? And he's like, yeah, you know, because the first time I was introduced to it, it was this nerdy kid that was talking about, like, meeting girls in a in a like a chat chat
0: room. room. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. I was like But 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 now that guy's a stud today. No, it's the main thing because yeah because he's on and Tinder he's getting, and Yeah, he's <laughs> in everybody. So
1: I mean that was and he was like a really nerdy dude and I was like, Man, that's fucking weird. And uh <laughs> and then the second time was a couple years later, I think I was eighteen or something and my buddy's like, Yeah, you know, you you search on the web and and uh you know, you just type, and it's funny because she's become one of the main people on the internet. Alyssa, he's like, you type Alyssa Milano naked, and then you see naked pictures of her. We're like, get the fuck out of there's no way. It's impossible. He's like, yeah, I swear to you. And uh, so I think the next thing, place we went was to go look for internet. We went to his house on the computer. But, so the internet came out, right? And so it's supposed to be the information superhighway. We, but our generation at first, we didn't use it for that we used it for you know yeah yeah other bullshit. things yeah like yeah porn and all that shit and, and uh so instead of that that's what, what we're using well,
0: it i'll bet you people that, that that got iphones are the same thing like man yeah. you've got access to like there's there's yeah. more technology in this than when the space shuttle first first went to moon you know yeah. what i mean oh, or, yeah, or when the little phone yeah, right. yeah yeah exactly like what mm-hmm. what can i do I can probably look, yeah, I, I could look at this. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, I could look at this all day. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, man. So, so funny. Yeah, but it's
1: funny because then the chat rooms ended up being like the cool thing, the AOL chat rooms and all oh, that yeah. stuff. And you meet people. And I actually met, I met somebody when I was uh, 23, but not in a chat room. It was in a backgammon. It was like in the backgammon games. We uh-huh. were playing a game and I forgot what it was. It was just typing, typing. I'm like, I forgot what the name was her handle. But, uh, anyways, I find out it's a woman. I'm like, oh shit! You know, it's cool. You know, we both. <laughs> and at this and point, I, you
0: don't know what catfishing is, so you're no, like, yeah, <laughs> no clue.
1: So I was like, yo, send me a picture. And yeah. She sent me a picture in the mail, in but she didn't have to. We, you could still send photos, but she sent me a picture in the mail, and it was like, she was like, thirty feet away from the camera. Where I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, but whatever. She's nice, you know. We were yeah. talking. We ended up, you know, exchanging phone numbers, talking. We ended up meeting in Disney World.
0: And, uh, Bro, this is kind of creepy at this point. Yeah, yeah
1: no, but she was <laughs> she was actually not bad looking. But um, I was twenty three, she was 30, 33 or thirty five. And uh, but she was just so cool, you know. She's like, hey, yeah, let's go to Disney. World. I'm like, look, I got no money, you know. You know I'm. I just I was working. I was working. Where was I working at the time? I was working at a wow. sports bar. It's called the Ale House. And uh, I was uh, working the door, but I ended up working a, the expo job. And, uh, but I just wasn't making money, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, so I was like, I can't afford, you know, I make money and, and I spend it. So I never really was a saver one. When, when you're young and you don't really have, you know, parental yeah. guidance. Hey, this is what you need to do with your money. You just, you blow, you make money, you blow, you That's buy right. stuff. And, uh, so she was like, don't worry, I'll pay for it. I'm like, no, nah, I can't have you pay for it. She's like, I'll pay for it. I'm, she was from, she lived in Washington and, uh, but we ended up meeting. She was really cool. And, uh, she ended up being married and, uh, but that was about it. Um, it was it was just interesting. So I was talking shit about this kid about meeting people on the, but now everybody meets on
0: the Yeah. Audit. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's just
1: crazy how uh, how everything's changed, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, it's like you, so like do you think it's it's better or worse?
0: Oh, 100% worse. There worse. was uh, there's there's somebody I know who uh she's she's single and she was uh she was talking about how how frustrating it is because it's kind of hard to compete, right? Because yeah. She can put on a profile, you know what her interests are and everything else, but yeah. the but the next swipe is like the same interest and also I do anal. It's hanging out, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah something yeah, yeah. like yeah. that. Like, how do you how do you yeah. compete with that? Yeah, you know, like, so
1: but and it's what you're looking for too, you know, like yeah, uh, that's uh,
0: Tender's just a cheap trick, and man. It's honestly, swipe.
1: it's the swipe generation. Like, oh, she she doesn't f- check every box swipe, she
0: doesn't mm-hmm. check
1: every box swipe. It's ridiculous, you know. Even yeah. man, that's the same thing with those. Well,
0: you know what's what. What I think is is troubling about it is that, so let's say you check all the boxes, right?
1: She's single. What does she look like?
0: (laughs) (laughs) She just got engaged, but uh, even even (laughs) (laughs) bad. But uh, so what? What I think is is troubling is that if you get somebody that checks all the same box, and then you realize that you're still not happy, well, you know, I think that's more damaging because at some point you're going to sit alone and say, wait. This individual was perfect. Yeah. And so maybe it's, if it's she's me. perfect, your idea of perfect, yeah. then you have to confront yourself, right. you know, which actually right. might be a good thing too. Yeah. There's no, a, it's
1: definitely a good thing. Cause you, yeah. learn, you just learned something about yourself. Oh,
0: for you sure. Know, you and, and so you, you get to finally have one, yeah. one introspective moment, you yeah. know, which is, Absolutely. which is good. There's a play uh, where in a scene, there's a lady complaining about all the things going, going bad. And she's like, dear God, I hope it's me. Yeah. And the guy says, uh, well, why? Why would you want that? She's like, well, if it's me, I can fix that. Yeah. If it's not, if it's how am I going to confront the rest of the world? Else, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. that's that's very interesting. Yeah. And that, and that goes for a lot. That's the beauty of life, you know? When you're young, you think you know what you want, and you just, you, you're pretty much judgmental. I was I was a judgmental fuck when I was young, but, uh, you know, it's, and then you get older, you're like, hey, may, may, maybe it's money, you know? Maybe I need money, and.
0: I've well, that's the awesome. low hanging fruit, right? Yeah. And yeah. the
1: the first time I made money and I got into the gold business, you know, I did the poker thing and I was kind of burnt out and someone, you know, the whole cash for gold thing. Mm-hmm. So there was a guy that I actually helped out really, you know, he was, I mean, he was suicidal at one point, you know, he lost his job, lost his girlfriend. He, you know, I worked in Iowa, opened up a casino, a poker room in Iowa and he, I didn't know him, but you know, he got a job there and. Things fell apart. He ended up coming down here to stay with me for a little while. And uh, he's like, man, thanks, man. You really helped me. And so things started turning around for him. He was a old, sure. you know, he was a jeweler in New York, you know, old you know, back in the Diamond District. And so okay. he, he knew the business well. And so he moved back to Florida, got into the gold business. And he's like, hey, Warren, you know, you want to change your careers? You know, the whole cash for gold thing was just starting to blow up. And I'm like. I was like, yeah, you know, I want to get in the jewelry business. I'd like to learn
0: it. So um, this must have been like what? I'm, I'm just taking a guess. Tw- two, 2005, 2007? No, no, 2010, 2010. Oh, okay. 2010, yeah, yeah, Perfect.
1: Yeah, well, 20, like I moved here after Katrina, which was 2006.
0: Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, the Boulevard gotcha.
1: opened up exactly one year anniversary date from okay. when Katrina, hit, which was really cool. that they, yeah. they got that accomplished. But um, So I, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to move down there. And I got a job dealing poker down there, too, as part-time, just... Because this business, I wasn't sure it was gonna work out for me, and uh, but I ended up learning the business a lot, and uh, I'm, I'm losing train of thought. But I ended up learning the business a lot, and I ended up coming back here to do it because no one was doing it here, just buying gold, you know. So I ended up coming here buying gold, and it just blew up. Like like my motto. So gold buyers, you know, like pawn shops and shit. It's like you gotta be like you gotta be, I hate to say sleazy, but you gotta be an opportunist. You gotta see weak people and you gotta make as much money as you can. And that's how you become good at what you do. You know, just like car sales, like, like, hey, what's my trade? And they just lowball, they just take a shot. They try to make as much money as they can. Mm -hmm. and, And I'm terrible at doing that. So my philosophy was I'll pay a lot more than everybody else and my money will come in numbers. And that's what happened. So like, yeah. So you're came, a volume
0: dealer. That's exactly
1: yeah. what it was. So people would come with like a little bit of gold like this. And, and one of the things is that people would do is like, well, how much do you want for it? Cause they have no fucking clue what it's worth. I'm like, I don't know. Give me a hundred bucks. Could be worth a thousand. Like, eh, you know, I'll give you 80. You're, you're ecstatic to give them a hundred. Yeah. But you know, I would do something like that. Sure. And then I'd say, well, you know what? I
0: feel like you got trained from, from the, uh, Pawn Star show.
2: Well, this guy was like <laughs> yeah. this guy,
1: like I say, he was in New York. He was in the diamond. He learned every trick in the yeah. book. This guy taught me everything, and uh, I learned so much from him. And it was just great. So what I would do is like, how much do you want for it? So like, I'll take a hundred bucks, a little bag of gold like this. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm going to give you more. Okay, I'll give you three, like three fifty. Like I got to give her one fifty, she would have been ecstatic. But you know what? If it's worth, you know, I'd give about sixty percent of the value of what it's worth because you know I got. Stores, businesses, sure. so you got to yeah. make money.
0: Yeah, you got overhead,
1: and half fifty percent is you know decent, but some places were just trying to lowball as much as they can, which you know that's the business. But you got to be, you know, what I tell people is like, just don't go to one guy, go to more more than one person. I even tell other people, go shop it around. You know, whatever you get, I'll, I'll pay you more. No one pays what I pay; they just don't want to, they don't have to. Yeah. So, um, so like I'll tell this lady here, I'm giving you three fifty. She's like, what? Like, what, people would cry. You know, because they couldn't believe how much money they were getting from me. And uh, so they would tell their friends and their friends and their friends. I went from one store to two stores, three stores. I ended up having six stores here. I partnered with another store in Houston, which became a nightmare. But, uh, and so I I was making money. Like, from, you know, a kid that was kind of pretty much on his own from when he was 16. to like, making real money for the first time in my life. Like, coming in. And and it's funny because it took me about a year to even just, like dig into the money. I just mm. put it away, put it away, put it away. Cause you know, I don't want to spend it. I don't want to be broke again. You know? Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Uh, uh well so it's, 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 it's often more fun to make money than it is to spend it. I think. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, Making yeah. money because it's like a challenge. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so, yeah, spending and money, yeah, it's tough. But, uh, uh, but so, you know, the point is, is like about learning about yourself is that, you know, I make this money and I got money and you know, i I bought a nice car for the first time. And, yeah. um,
0: would you buy? Uh the Infinity,
1: the big Infinity. Yeah, the, yeah. The I think it was the QX80. Yeah, the big one. And I was going to get a uh, Escalade because my whole life I want to Escalade, you know. I was like, fuck, I'm getting Escalade when I get money because you see know, the NFL players, yeah. I remember when the Escalade first came out, I always loved Cadillacs and I always loved SUVs. So when that came out, I was like, Holy shit, yeah, they made that just for me, you know. That's, that's my car. <laughs> so I actually tested her over the Escalade and I tested over the Infinity, and the Escalade was a little more, but the Infinity was just a much better vehicle.
2: Mm-hmm. It just, it
1: was, I loved that, I was like, man, I'm, I'm not an Escalade, but so. You know, I got money, I could do whatever I want, I go wherever I want, and but for the first time in my life, like I was like like fuck man, like I'm like you're lonely. Like this money doesn't mean shit. You know, like the 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 people that this car attracts, they don't they don't know me, they don't give a shit about me,
2: you Mm. know.
1: It's like they see a nice car, they see money, they see opportunity, you know. So actually for for the first time in my life, I actually dealt with a little bit of depression, which I thought was bullshit. Like, I never thought depression was a real thing. I'm like, man, you're just in a rut. You know, get the fuck out of it. Yeah. But, you know, I had this money, and it's just, you know, I was, you're in Vegas, and you're just, like, I was at the, uh I stayed at the Aria, and it's one of the Aria Sky Suites, and it's, they gave, they gave me a Sky Suite for 30 days, so it's, I didn't wipe my ass for 30 days. They got these toilet seats with these bidets, and you just push a button, and they just, Yeah.
0: Got it's a, fucking great! I've got them in my house. Oh my god, it's, it's phenomenal! I'm telling you, man, and and man. and and so all this bullshit about this toilet paper crisis during during oh, COVID. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm 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 <laughs> I'm laughing, man. Yeah, <laughs> so, I was mean, I'm, I'm like,
1: 30 days, and, and it's unbelievable. It's got a little computer here, and then you can adjust the power. So. <laughs> I started,
0: like a, what you know, I did she, a number five, and I
1: swear it almost ripped my ass away, wide open. So I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And then, you know, I started, but after you the 30 get, days,
0: you go I too high. my
1: way up to a number
0: three. You, so, go, to, you go too yeah. high, and I think you start to question your own sexuality. Yeah, it feels
1: good. God damn. But, uh, yeah, it, it had a fan. It blew, it dried your ass off with the fan. Okay, I don't but, have that one. Oh, no, this thing yeah. was, it was a computer oscillating. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> what? You can yeah, move it forward, get a little of your balls, you know, get all this. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was phenomenal. I think I was in the bathroom longer than I was at the poker table in it Vegas. It's fucking the the sky suites is
0: unbelievable. Yeah,
1: but so you know, you're you're in the sky suites and you you just look, you got whatever you want. But it's like, like at that time, you know, I was doing the online dating thing a lot, and I met this one you know woman, and we had a great time. Was, and uh, but I had to go to Vegas the next day. We actually ended up. You know, uh, we met in Hattiesburg. She lived a little north. I lived a little south, and we just hit it off great. We ended yeah. up at a hotel; it was mm-hmm. fucking great. And uh, she said, "What about you know, you want to meet up again?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be in Vegas for a month, you know, maybe a little longer." And all uh, of a sudden, you're in Vegas, and it's just like I don't know, like you got whatever you want, and you know, I was thinking, uh, I was like, "Yeah, maybe I'll fire up." We had a really good time. We talked, and we talked for a few weeks before, you know, mm-hmm. before we even met, and uh, but regardless i was alone and you know you, you can go to hang out with friends and whatnot but i was like i got all this money but something's missing you know like i'm not happy so you realize it's money's not shit you know i mean it makes life a little easier but you know mentally it doesn't fix you know everything mm-hmm. you know it's like yo, if, if if you if you're single and you're lonely and you're looking for somebody and uh, money's not gonna fix that. Yeah. Like, if you're just not happy with yourself, money's not gonna fix that. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just think money is something that uh, will fix everything. But, like, you know, you see these rich people and they're, you know, they're killing themselves or they're, uh, mm-hmm. or, you know, just like they're getting in trouble. Like, what are you, stupid? You're rich. Why are you stealing stuff? It's like there's yeah. so much more to money, to life than money, you know? <clears throat> and now it's, you know, when, when I, when I, you know, I started a new business and, there's not a lot of money in it, but I like it. It's fun. And
0: it's, I, it's, 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 purposeful. It's yeah, full of purpose. That's what yeah. It is. It's yeah. all
1: about fulfillment and purpose, yeah. you know, like, and, and, know. and what's your business. So I opened up like a sandwich, a bagel shop, sandwich shop. And, uh,
0: okay. Now I'm, now I'm really confused. Okay. Yeah. Because you say you're Israeli. Yeah. Right. And you worked in the diamond business and then also you the own, business, yeah. own a sandwich shop. Yeah. And I, I could have never thought that you would end up there.
1: Yeah, well, a buddy of mine was like, dude, like when I at my sports bar, you know, yeah, it's like a bagel shop. So, bagels yeah. and gold, like the, the, the most Jewy, juicy, you know. It's like, hey, is he Jewish? I don't know. He's got a bagel shop and in the gold business. Yeah. So, you tell me. But, uh, but a buddy of mine's like, oh, you went from selling? You went from, because I was telling him about, like, man, chicken wings are expensive now. They're, it's cost this much a pound. He's like, he's like, dude, what the fuck? You went from weighing gold to weighing chicken
2: wings. I'm (laughs) like, yeah, no, fuck.
1: But but it's, uh, but yeah, it's, I just like to, to do things, you know? Yeah. So the sports bar, you know, I had the business, I had the building, rented it out. These people went out of business and I was just like, you know, every guy wants to wants their own sports bar. You know, sure, it's just like, it's sure. a cool thing as you're growing up, you're like, yeah, I'd love to have one. And so I was like, let's do it. You know, I, I put money in the, the building was quote unquote cursed, you know, everything in there went out of business, but I put a lot of money into it. You know, I made it nice, like the nicest TVs, built a huge deck out back and just made it nice. And you know, I got murdered the first eight months. It's my first, first restaurant, didn't know much. And I uh, just lost a lot of money. I kind of, when the ale house opened, you know, they had not opened yet so I learned a lot of how they opened but they're a chain with like unlimited funds you know like yeah
0: like they fed
1: the whole staff and that's what I did I spent like 10,000 just in food to feed my staff so they can see how it's made and they know what it tastes like so they can tell people you know like I want it to be legit top-notch you know so you know and sure enough like half the staff leaves yeah after a couple months and The other half didn't pay attention to anything. So it's like you just throw away money. It's like, fuck, man. This didn't go the way I expected it. Like, my service was the worst. Like, when I first opened, I had a bar manager, and she just hired all hot little girls and shit and tights and this and that. I'm like, whatever, I'll a shit. Uh, Because one thing I don't do is, you know, mix business and pleasure. But uh, the service was fucking terrible. Like, I don't know. It was just... Then towards the end, you know, I started... All right, no more young girls who just you know, kind of coast on looks and shit and don't really yeah. care because these guys are going to tip them anyways. But when the family comes and they think it's the same, you know, they didn't get good service. Not to say that if you're pretty that you're a terrible server. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I see what you're saying. So, you know, I, you know, as I progressed, I started learning, I was like, listen, this is about service. You know, this isn't – I'm not Hooters. I am don't want to be Hooters, you know. When I want to have good food, you know. Like I, had a, I started with a chef, and so we had – you know we had a pretty extensive menu and uh so i learned a lot from that but
0: i gotta say i i, I think starting a new business is easier than repairing one
1: yeah and you know it's it's funny because the one i'm in now that's how that started too but uh but yeah the sports bar was i forgot the whole point of it i forget a lot of shit uh but you know you learn you learn and, and you do things and uh, but this business now that I was in was a catering business and the lady, she actually did really good. She was never in the business. She started renting out my kitchen because you know, she was doing catering, but she mm-hmm. didn't have a commercial kitchen and she ended up finding a spot and things happened with her and, um, she just wanted out. She was like, you know, I'm, I'm leaving I'm, I'm selling my house. I'm going, I'm moving yeah. closer to my parents. And
0: it's a tough business. She was
1: like, Or you want to buy my business? I'm like, I don't know shit about catering. She had all that, you know, fancy shit you know yeah uh, yeah
0: know. it's 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 uh, both like interior decorating yeah, and also food, food yeah, yeah and, exactly and
1: she's great she was so she was so creative and not that i couldn't cook the food just i don't have that creativity you know i just want to make food that just people eat a lot of so <laughs> and she's making this little so charcuterie and all that shit and, it's nice because, you know, the money you make. So when I was there, I was looking at her prices, and I'm like, holy shit, this is expensive. And she's like, well, the you know, our competitors are even more expensive. And I'm like, and people don't care. She's like, no. I'm like, fuck. I was like, listen, let, let's try and fix this. I was looking at her numbers the year before, and I was like, look, you had a couple really good years. I was like, let's try and fix it. And uh, I was like, so instead of buying it from you, let's let's partner and see what we can do. And But she was gone, and she was... She just didn't want any of it, and I needed gotcha. her help. So I was like, you know what, fuck like it's not. It's hard, it really is. It's hard to fix an existing business. Yeah. once, it's so much easier to rebrand something and get, you know, get
0: people's, 100%.
1: You know, get people's uh, interest in. So, But, yeah, anyways, the, the building that I was, in was supposed to be cursed, but we ended up doing pretty decent. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. It was a lot of work. I didn't expect, I didn't do that for a job, and it ended up being like two full-time jobs, you know, so. Uh, it was it was a lot. I ended up having a heart attack, open heart surgery and
0: Oh man. Yeah,
1: and then I was just like, I'm done. I'm finished with this. So uh I ended up closing the doors. People wanted to buy it, you know, because they're like, Look, you got a good brand. You you built a brand like during the World Cup we had like every uh two uh two two of the news stations here. Uh-huh. So they were both at my spot because I mean we were jam packed and every UFC fight, every major event, like we were just jam packed. Yeah. And um so it was good, you know, it was, it was just a lot of work, and then, you know, I was 39 when I had a heart attack, and when I got out, I was just like, that's a lot of work, and again, it's not about money, I could care less about money, it's just I wasn't happy with it, and I just, I was like, close it down, I was like, and people wanted to buy it, but I didn't want to sell it, because I was like, I might open up again, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. bad, but it just, at that time, it wasn't something I wanted to do, so...
0: What did the heart attack do do to you and how you viewed things? Well, that
1: changed me a lot. Like, yeah. that changed me a lot.
0: Like, How so? Talk about,
1: so, uh, so my my father died at 16 of a heart attack and he was a skinny guy. He was a professional soccer player in Israel. Yeah. So, uh, really? so when he died, when I was six, just, we didn't know, but he knew he had, he actually had nitro pills, but as a kid, he never told us anything. So when he died, you know, uh it was a shock to me. Like I had no clue. Like I called my uncle. I was like, yo, what's going on? You know, my dad's on the floor puking. He's like, oh, I already called the ambulance. So he came over and, um,
0: and was this in the U S or is this, this was, in Israel? Yeah,
1: in, in Florida. Okay. Yeah, in the yeah. U S and, uh, so, you know, he, he dies that night and, uh, boom, life changes. He, he didn't have insurance or nothing like that. And so, you know, we lost our house, lost everything. So pretty much from that point, you know, my mom was in Israel and she had just come back and, uh, and she wanted to go back to Israel, but I sure. didn't. Yeah, so she stayed, you know, till I turned eighteen. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that was a rough two years. And so pretty much since sixteen, I was by my own, you know, on my own. And uh, so I was like, well, if and I was big, I was always big. So I was like, well, you know, my dad was skinny, you know, and he had a heart attack, and uh, he smoked, but other than that. So I was like, if he had a heart attack, I was like, I got no shot, you know? <laughs> so, like, like, my fucking dumbass, I'm like, well, instead of losing instead of using this to lose weight, you know, I just, I just, it became like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm like, well, you know, I'm big, he was skinny. Even if I lose weight, I'm still probably going to have a heart attack, so fuck it. And so I just just ate. And, again, you got no parental supervision, you're just, I just fucking eat whatever I want, and again playing poker, just whatever I want. You're in man. a Zero
0: smoking time. environment, and then you're sitting yeah. and not moving much, and yeah, you're staying yeah.
1: And, and, yeah. I, and I loved going to the gym, but no cardio. I just lifted
0: like, yeah. weights like crazy. Which it's, it's stupid. It's uh, I mean, you burn more calories that way, but you know, at, at yeah. the end of the day, your heart's a muscle too, right? You yeah, know, that's yeah.
1: true. That's true. But uh, but it was just, it was just. So I knew. Like eh, fuck you know so it became a self fulfilling prophecy yeah. so I ate like shit just didn't even worry about exercising whatever I was like that's eh, gonna happen and sure enough you know when I was thirty nine it happened and uh and you know so you know when I wake up it's it's weird like I was like well fuck I'm supposed to be dead you know and uh and and that surgery they call it the, the doctors say it's like a controlled accident you know like your body's fucking wrecked because they're you know they're, they're Splitting your uh, chest cavity. Over. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, I used to work out a lot. I used to lift whatever you know, lifting just crazy weight and whatnot. And then I can't lift like a five pound box, you know. So, and then I was stuck at the house, and you can barely. The pain was was ridiculous, but the pain pills make you uh, constipated. So I was like, "Fuck! It, I want to shit!" Like. I <laughs> I don't um, care
0: if, you know, I'm hurting I want to shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, you, so t- you take for granted your, your ability uh, yeah, I to, I to doctor, take a I shit. Get, you know,
1: I don't want fucking pain pills. <laughs> I just give me a sleeping pill so I can sleep at night, but I want to shit. I, I end up getting, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, like when you shit too hard, like too hard, uh, a hemorrhoid. I end up getting a hemorrhoid. i was like, fuck, the hemorrhoid hurt just as much as hell. I was like, fuck. And I couldn't lay on my uh, stomach, cause, and, you know, because it was, it was just, it was, I was like, fuck yourself. God, that sounds
0: I was, miserable. Oh, it was
1: fucking miserable. So <laughs> I was like, you know, fuck these pain pills. Just give me Ambien. So I took, like, Ambien. It was great. I slept through the night. But it was, it, it, was, uh, it was tough because I went into really deep, deep, like, as depressed as you could be without pulling a trigger. Yeah. Like, I, that, that's how deep it was. And I was like, I got to get the fuck out of this house. So, you know, the first place I went to the poker room. And I just walked in and and am uh, like I'll probably get goosebumps down it. So I walked in and you know, the the dealers cause I worked there for four years and it's like and I probably spent more time in that poker room at the Beau Rivage than anywhere else. So so when I walk in, hey Orin, Oren, how are you? And I just I just got goosebumps, you know, and then like I walked to the side and just started crying, you know, because I just felt good, you know, I felt, you know, like normal. So I went in and I just played and I'm usually a loud mouth when I play. I talk a lot of shit to people. You yeah. know, it's always fun. I to like make that. Oh yeah, laugh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like same here. Same here. I'm gonna here, rip you here. to shreds to make nine other people laugh. Yeah. But I'm also gonna talk more shit about myself. I'm the know, same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. But it just felt good. You know, I was sitting there and, like, I f- I felt it felt right. Like, man, thank God. You know, these people. You know, they they actually. You know, they care. You know, like, hey, you're okay. Everything's good. And and it was just nice. You know, I felt. Good,
0: so I had well, to. Well, that's out of your, house. well, that's your community, you know. That yeah, that's, yeah, your, that's yeah. your that's your that's your uh, people, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that yeah. makes sense. So it was
1: it was just great, man. And then, like, people would ask me, I would tell them about everything. And there was this one guy, Carl, and Carl was this strange dude. Like, he he'd go to the gym, like we went to the same gym, and he just he'd be like just dancing like, what the <laughs> fuck's wrong with this guy He's just a free fucking spirit you know Yeah. and uh and Carl you know was a really really strange and he'd be at the nightclub you know and he's an older guy and just dancing at the nightclub just to his own fucking beat and yeah. just people are looking at him you know the young kids are laughing where like, oh. but uh but Carl was like a free spirit and just a so Carl pulled me to the side he's like he says hey Warren uh let me talk to you for a second. I was like, "Yeah, what's up, Carl? He's like, listen, I don't want you telling people about that. I was like, what? I was like, people are asking, he's like, well, you know, I didn't know him that well. So strange for him to say that. He's yeah. like, he's like, listen, don't, don't talk about that. And don't talk about your surgery. Don't talk about that. I was like, why? He's like, because you're reliving that trauma every time. And that's not good for you. And I, and I was like, yeah, but people are asking, mm. I don't want to be rude. And so I thought about it, I'm like, you know, Carl's kind of fucking right, you know. You keep talking about, you know, the heart attack. And, I, I mean, I believe in energy, you know. I believe yeah. in that. Like, I'm not really religious, you know. I'm. You know, I was raised Jewish and religious, but, you know, I believe in energy. There's just too many religions for me to say, hey, mine is right. You sure. know what I mean? So, yeah, but, you know, energy, I mean, we have electrodes in our body, right? Mm. So... That's energy, you know, we have electricity, energy never dies, it passes on. that That's my mm, philosophy, yeah. you know. So, and and Carl was kind of like a free. I was like, man, this guy's fucking right. I was thinking about it, and uh, you know, if you talk about negative things, y- your mind is, is reliving it. Yeah, that's you know? true, that's so, true. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, you know, the guy made sense. So you learn, you know, you learn from people that you don't think, that you're laughing at one second, and it's like, oh, these guys, you know, th- th- they get it, you know, people get it, so. But, uh, yeah, you know, I started doing the poker, and I just felt good. I felt better. You know, it was still terrible, but, um, that, like, that's when depression really, like, I figured about it. And, you know, the, the doctor, he prescribed me pills, and, you know, I, I started taking the pills. I'm like, no, nah, fuck this. I just don't like pills. You know, I just, you know, I'm diabetic. You know, I'm diabetic, heart disease, and I just, you know, when you're diabetic, your kidneys go so, and what do pills do? Pills work yeah. for kidney hearts. So I'm just like, you if, I, if I could just kind of eat right, I can get my sugar down. So I'd, I'd rather not take pills. So I didn't want to do the depression shit. And it's tough, you know, ever since that surgery, it's actually something that you deal with all the time, you know, and it's, uh, but, uh, but it's, you know, you get by, you get through. And, uh, but during that time it was like bad, bad. Like,
2: mm-hmm. like
1: I remember I was at Sam's club and, uh, you know, I asked this kid to, you know, pick up the, the box for me because I couldn't pick it up and I just at that point I was like Jesus man like what the fuck's wrong with me and uh, it's tough you know you, you go from being always at the gym one of the strongest people around always doing whatever you want and then you can't pick up like a tied box it's like shit and uh, but you know you you recover you move on so uh, but it, it sounds was, like
0: you you don't give yourself an opportunity to 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 feel pity for yourself
1: well I mean I don't know it's it's tough like. I mean, what, How old are you? uh,
0: 31, 31, okay,
1: I'm yeah. 45. So it's, it's kind of like
0: the same, but,
1: uh, you know, when, 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 like, uh, it's, uh, when, when we're growing up as, as a guy, you don't want to show weakness too. You know, it's tough, you know, it's like, uh, it's just.
0: You don't want to but show weakness. But that's typically the weaker individual when you think about it, but right? That doesn't want
1: to show weakness because they're worried about being judged. Yeah, exactly.
0: And they're scared to expose themselves. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's why mammals, you know, when they get into a tussle, they make, their, you know, they make themselves bigger. Think about yes. this. That's, a kid that's been blind their whole life, or somebody that's been blind their entire life from birth, mm. in the Special Olympics or whatever, if they win a race, what do they do? If they, yeah, same thing. How do they know to do that? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's crazy. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, when when you do that, though, when you do that, you're exposing your organs, right? When we fight, we do this. Right. Gorillas pump their chest yeah. and make their chest muscles bigger, right? Because they're trying to show how much bigger they are. Cats yeah, yeah, do the yeah. same thing, yeah. right? Intimidation, yeah. But again, cats don't like to be touched on mm-hmm. their underside because that's, that's where their internal organs, right. organs are. But... Somebody who's who's capable of of exposing their weakness is kind of a source of strength because they're saying yeah. despite that and making myself vulnerable, yeah. Yeah. I'm still comfortable with what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm I can handle it. Yeah, exactly.
1: It. Like it's this that, is me, and this is also me.
0: It's that character just, in a movie that 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 sort of gangster character that you know is powerful, yeah. but he's sitting there like this. You know, letting you act a fool, you know, you know, beat your chest, so to speak, peacock. But, but, but you realize in that scene, the person that's in control is the person not doing that. Yeah. The person that doesn't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so.
1: but no, it's, it's, that's the, the nice thing about, you know, learning and that's why the internet and stuff like, it's just, everyone has so much access to information to where, Hey, it's okay. You know, Hey, you know, it's. It's okay to be vulnerable, you know what I mean, and that's mm-hmm. a hard word to fucking say for me
0: yeah vulnerable vulnerable have uh, Have you ever heard of brene Brown? no she's I'm got not, not well no, read no, no no, no fair enough it, yeah. If you get some time she's got a she's got a video on, on on youtube it's it's pretty comical, but she I think is a therapist, and she talks about vulnerability and and, and, and Every a strength that, Yeah. the
1: psychologist that I've ever met. It's a fucking nut job. <laughs> I swear, I'm telling you right now.
0: This, if, if you can, well, she's fantastic, but but, 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 but yeah, I want to hear. But, like,
1: I'm telling you, if you ask any one of her ex boyfriends or whatever. It's fucking lunatic, it's, like to another level. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Yeah. Every
0: my wife every, would love to hear you say that. Like, just, no, 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 oh, no, weird. no, no, not at all, no, not at all. Weird. But she's, but she knows she she knows a couple, and and uh, she would probably echo fucking that. Fucking nuts, man! <laughs> like, just like crazy, crazy. Why, nuts. why is that?
1: Well, because I, I just think I think they become psychologists because they want to figure out why they're fucking nuts, <laughs> and uh, so that's the the major. Uh, I'm
0: kind of weird about little crumbs. You're good. You're good. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I, I, I I didn't get all of it but out, but uh, yeah, that's that's just sawdust. More so uh, about it. Yeah, they're just like crazy.
1: Just like you're a psychologist. Why are you acting like this in a relationship? Like, and yeah, I don't know. That's just something that I've seen in my experience. Like they're they're fucking crazy. But anyways. <laughs> Uh, so was was it? Renee Brown?
0: Brene Brown. Brene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. B B R E N E. Brene Brown. But yeah. yeah
1: it, tell me that after because I'm going to forget.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah,
1: it's like, you know, it was a great quote. One of my favorite quotes. Is, uh, what, is that? what was it called? I think it was, a, it was a Jordan quote. Like, no one, like when you're the man, you know, that everybody, you know, looks up to, no one ever asks if you're okay.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's just such
1: a great quote. And I kind of felt it because, you know, I... Like, I've never owned businesses or anything like that until, you know, I just got lucky with this gold business and it mm-hmm. went well, and then I just started other business because I, I like to create things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of, it's funny because one of my... Young young employees, nineteen years old. She even said that, like about a year ago. She goes, "You like to make, you know, you like to create businesses, but you don't like to stick around, you know." And, and she's kind of right, you know.
0: You should get into the uh, security system business because security. that's that's a uh, that's a very common sub. Like, uh, well, a problem with the security business is that, like, with ADT and Brinks yeah. dominating everything, is that as technology's progressed, it's it's made the barrier to entry into that industry so so low, and so you can buy. Everything you need at a really co- like low cost, yeah. and when you're buying it from China, you can uh, yeah. you can scale it, and you can because you don't have the infrastructure that these yeah. larger companies do because it takes harder for them to adjust to technology because they're yeah. so big, yeah, but right. but yeah. somebody small can pivot really quickly, yeah. and so they start buying up market share, right? Because they they end up underselling their 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 competitor. And so they're sort of doing this thing where they're creating value in the business, but they have no long-term strategy to keep it, but they just want to take the money away and take the market share away. And so what ends up happening is these security companies have to buy these smaller security companies to re to, to recapture those Uh, old clients. Yeah, 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 exactly. uh, So it's, it's, it's a common thing. See that. See, for
1: that, that's more like of a financial kind of see like money doesn't motivate me at all anymore. Like, so, like, t- just to build, like, a little company to sell it, like, I I don't know, like, I could care less about security. It doesn't excite me, you know? Right, right, right. So, like...
0: Um, but I'm saying just just yeah, just no, the idea. If you're, saying, if you're building it. and going. Yeah, building and going. So, that's
1: what, like, I try to do, you know, like I said, like, Big O's, when I had that, I had three people want to buy it from me. Hey, we want to buy Big O's. We want to buy the business. We'll lease out your building. And I'm like, man, I, no, I don't want you fucking up my brand, you know? Yeah. Because I really thought I was going to get back into it, you know? So, but I never, I probably should have just sold it. But, you know, you don't, you don't think about that. You know, I, I just thought if I get back in and, you know, we, we did our fresh ground burger. I had a burger blend that we, you know, we. that one day we just took all day, just all kinds of beef, pork, Mm-hmm. All kinds of different beefs and just made a blend till we till me my brother and one of my uh, chefs loved it. Yeah, I was like okay, this is it. So this is the blend, you know. So and that was beautiful to create something from scratch. Yeah. I was at home. I was wasn't like top 10 burgers and it's like a 50-50 bacon burger and this burger. So mm-hmm. I called my chef I was like, "Yo, meet me at the meet me at the restaurant in 3 hours." I said, "We're doing our own fucking burger." And um uh, so I went to the store bought all kinds of brisket, about uh, I even had Wagyu come in. I had uh, okay. all different. Brisket, Wagyu, like um, filet, strip, ribeye, just yeah. everything. So we just did all kinds of blends, bacon, just regular pork, everything. And we finally got a blend that was just delicious. And uh, it felt good. You know, it was like, fuck. And when people... What's the like, blend?
0: Well, just got a vibe with and It's uh, Chuck, <laughs> brisket
1: and bacon. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. I'm not going <laughs> to do it again. And... Uh, so and it was just and it's the ratios and all that yeah it was yeah. chug brisket and bacon it was fucking delicious and people loved it and uh, so now I do another one where I'm at now it's a, it's a totally
0: different burger but um, that's the same thing I'd say it's a, no, no, <laughs> that, it's that is totally, a different burger this is a smash
1: burger it's, it's fucking great um but, uh, and people are like, oh, I think this is better than your old one, which is like, oh my fuck, man. I took so much time creating that old one. This <laughs> is just like, just like, uh, it's still fresh ground. Everything's fresh ground. Yeah. You make a burger, but, uh, I forgot where we're going with this, but yeah, just creating things. Like, yeah. That's what I liked. Like I wanted a sports bar with really good food, high end food. So, you know, we had certified Angus steaks and, you know, well, a steakhouse would probably charge 60 bucks for it. And I charge 30 bucks for it. You know, it's just delicious. And, uh but I just like to create something different. You know, I wanted a sports bar with really good food, like not like Hooters or Buffalo Wild Wings. And they're great, but I just wanted really like high-end food. Yeah. And so I ended up learning that, you know, you gotta condense the menu and we had a huge menu at first, but just creating something was nice. And so that's why I did what I'm doing now. So I, you know, the catering business that I bought, I was like, you know, if we can make money, it'll be fun. But I was like, eh, this isn't for me. And there were no, bur- no uh, bagel joints. And I love you know growing up. I love bagels, and uh, so I was like, "Let me learn how to make bagels." Never made a bagel a day in my fucking life. And <laughs> so, I, and I've always, like I said, I was like, "Man, these must be so hard to make." So I go on the internet. I'm looking at videos, uh-huh. looking at, um, looking at recipes, and just looking at all kinds of recipes and how people do things. So, you know, I find what it, what's the common denominator in every recipe. So that's what you need you know uh-huh. to make, and everything else is people's own take. So I make my own kind of did my own, and it took a while, you know, it took probably an easy, probably four months, you know, just started making them at home, and then I started taking it to the store, and figuring it out, and I mean, it's just, it's such a delicious, like, it's so fucking good, like, I'm like, like, how did I make, like, I'll sit in my car, eat a bagel, and I'm I'm like, how the fuck did I make this? Like, I I, I knew nothing about, and I don't really toot my horn a lot about stuff, but...
0: When you know your talent, you know your talent, yeah. it was just
1: so good, and I'm like, fuck, you know, so, you know, I made the bagels pretty much for myself because I wanted a bagel joint, and then, you know, this is a biscuit area, you know, we're in the South, people like biscuits, but it's actually, and real bagels, they're not used to it, so it's like, you know, you're biting, and you actually got to pull your head back because it's chewy, you know, get that outer, Mm -hmm. you know, shell, or the outer, you know, the outer part is chewier, a little crispy, but uh, so I make it, and... And people like start liking the bagels and it's great. And it's like, like, that's a great form of acceptance when people like your food, you know? Yeah. That, that's,
0: There's something like, primal about it yeah, personally. Because yeah. like,
1: you're I, nourishing people too. You yeah. Know I mean, it's when people like your food, man, it feels so good. Like man.
0: When, when I, uh, like anytime I've, I've, I've led a team or led an organization or whatever, it was always at a minimum. One of the times that we got together, uh, we had to eat together. Mm-hmm. And and there was something I believe primal about that about yeah. breaking bread with one another, sitting down and eating. Yeah. You know, I I think that's why that's why those are such intense scenes in like mafia movies. Whenever they're yeah. sitting down and eating a big meal, yeah, a big family right, meal, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Or 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 like a business meeting when there's food there, it's just different. Yeah, you know. It. it, it yeah, I mean,
1: something everyone's doing. You got to do it to live, and you do it together. So mm-hmm. you're kind of living together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's just it's just it's a nice it's a really nice feeling to do something like that. And you
0: know, plus you're putting your energy in into the food. It, yeah. it required you to make it and yeah. everything else. Like it's not some cheap thing.
1: Right, exactly. It's, yeah. it, it it's t- it's effort. Like the way I make mm-hmm. mine it's effort. You know, when I'm making bagels it's not hard. You know, look, like, fuck, like I learned it and I never knew anything about it and I figured it out. But it's just you got to do the work. People don't want it. it's it's a lot of work and mm-hmm. and um you know, I'm pretty sure that I'm the only one in this area like you can't make bagels in one day like like a real good bagel like you got to let that flavor develop the yeast develop you know and and I'm, I'm almost positive I'm the only one in the area that that, that actually takes the time to make it mm-hmm. and you know there's there's a couple other spots and you know everyone has their own preference so and in food there's no hey, what's the best this one? Whatever you like is the best, you know. I can't say mine's the best; it's the best for me. Sure, sure. I like it. It's a state of mind. But yeah. It's, well, no, it's a, it's a preference. It's like, well, what's the best gumbo? Fuck. Do you like a darker root? Do you like a do you like a thinner one? Do you like mm. a thicker one? It's all in food. It's all preference. Like, there's no such thing as the best anything. It's like, yeah. Fuck. My, my, some of my favorite macaroni and cheese is the Kraft in the box. Yeah. I love that shit. Like, I fucking love it. You know, I make I make a great macaroni and cheese, but honestly, if if it's late at night, I just want to crack that box up. I just, <laughs> it,
0: you know, it's nostalgic. You know, and it's, it's that too. Awesome. There's there's something to it. Like yeah, yeah food's food's got energy too. Yeah, oh, you know, like it's, it can yeah. it can make you feel a certain way it's if you smell it. It can yeah. take you back to something. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. You, know? you smell like, the wrong kind of alcohol. You you does. you yeah, get
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you remember. Girl that you woke up with and you smell
2: the wrong alcohol. Like, but uh, yeah, I got a oof, I got a story about Theodore, Alabama. But no, nah, we won't get into that. Um,
1: the uh, but yeah, food is food is unbelievable. Like it's, it really is. It's 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 unbelievable. And mm-hmm. that's another thing about this area. We got a lot of talented like people. Are like hey, there's no fucking good food in this area. It's like you just got to look. You know. It's like there's a lot of places here that a lot of talented chefs that just make really good food. Like really good food like the, the you got char you got well like I don't even want to start saying things I don't want to forget the, the white pillars chard two really talented chefs vestige another talented chef there's there's more there's like you can go anywhere like Mary Mahoney's is an old old joint, yeah old French cooking and
0: um, my brothers uh, or not my brother my wife's brother um, so my brother-in-law uh, he's a sous chef at one of the casinos and yeah. and he's um, really interested in the craft itself, but he, you know, he's working for the corporate structure, you yeah, know? And so tough. I'm, I'm trying to convince him to do something like build a menu and I'll help him get yeah. a food truck started. There that, that, food that sort trucks, of thing. Man. But, um, there's stuff
1: that pop up here a lot. Yeah. You know? and, and it's great. Cause it, it, you're, you're not, you're not stagnant. You can move. You know? Yeah,
0: and, that's right. And you
1: can always change. You can always reinvent yourself.
0: Yeah. And that's a great idea. To do my, a food truck. my fear though with him is that, is that he's losing the love of the art because of the corporate environment but that that's he's in okay. he'll, he'll, he'll you that, know? That,
1: that that spark like
0: he's considering getting out of culinary altogether
1: right, because he's in that environment exactly but, and I so mean, that's
0: why I want to get him out but he's just he doesn't have that confidence to you know he's he's, yeah. he's, he's an introvert you yeah, know so yeah. so he
1: and there was a guy that worked for me at uh he was he, he was what was it, asperger's or something. Yeah. He had something. He was an introvert. He was great, I man. When he worked, he was fucking yeah. great. And then one of my best cooks, again, he was just like, like, we can have 40 people. And this actually happened, like, a, a, a group after a MMA, a local MMA fight came in. And this dude, just he's back there, and he knocked out 40 people by himself. You know? I was like, holy shit. Why would it have taken five people? But, like, like he ceased. he's an introvert, but he just, like, the way he just prepped everything, Like he knew, get this on this grill, get this on the fryer, get this at this time where it all comes out, which you do that as a living anyways. But the way he did it was so, it was unbelievable. And just like you see his brain working, like you see, like he gets quiet and he just starts going to work. And it was, it was unreal.
0: Yeah. There's a, there's a book I read years ago called, called the transcendent child. And it was about, uh, people that had kids that had, uh, um, high-functioning autism. Yeah. And one person uh, never was never taught the piano but understood the piano and could play anything. He yeah. could hear a song one time and just and play and it. Just play Stuff it. like that. It, yeah, it's it, just... It, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, like yeah. Rain Man, you know? Like, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's,
1: it's... Yeah, there's... And, you know, that's one thing. Like, you would think growing up again... Oh, um, uh, what is it? The... Uh, Oh, man, the, the disease, not not the disease, but the kid, was the, the extra chromosome, what is that called?
0: Um, um, uh, like Down syndrome. Down syndrome. Down. And, you know, growing up, you're like, oh, man, I feel
1: bad for that guy. But uh, as you get older, like you see people, and they're always happy, you know? That's, that's a blessing, I think. And to have those people around you, like talking about depression, now, there's one day I was going through a bad depression, and over here at Winn-Dixie, there was, a, I think he still works there, you know, there was a young guy with down syndrome and he does the carts and the bagging. And this is, this is strange. Like, it's just strange. Cause I was like, really, you know, having a tough day. And, uh, it's, it's so weird. Cause he's bagging my, you know, my stuff. And then I grab the bag and he just hugs me and he, and he whispers in my ear. He goes, I love you. Like, I was like, holy shit. Like, it was just so weird. Like, cause I was, I was really like, I'm like, that's yeah, like, that, it, that just threw me. I thought And I still think about that. Like, like how did this guy know this? This is what I want to hear. You know, this is what I needed to hear. You know, I need to hear something. Yeah. Because I don't. I don't. I, this is probably the most I ever talked about it. But like, like you said, I don't give a shit about it. You know, you just talk about it. There's no wrong with it. So it was just so strange. And then, like, I don't know. It was just it was weird. And and those people are blessed. Like to have someone like that in your life. You know, that that's a blessing. That's not. That's I, not. Yeah. That's it's um. That those people with down syndrome and they're always happy and just. I don't know, just from my experience. Again, I, I don't really know the, the science behind it, but,
2: mm-hmm.
1: man, those people are very blessed. And when you have, you know, I would think, like, if someone had a child like that as a kid, I was like, oh, man, that's so sad. You know, their, their child isn't normal, but yeah, that's better than normal, you know. They're so nice. Actually, a good friend of mine from high school, child is child uh, has down, and he's always singing like he's posting on facebook and it just makes you so happy like yeah i don't care how you feel you know you see this kid and he's just singing he's just so happy and
0: well, there's, and, uh, there's some innocence of a child where they don't know yeah. the world. So, so they don't know the dangers and malevolence in the world. And yeah. so there's some innocence in that. And within that innocence, you can find joy. And, you know, once you know, once you know what the potential, like that you could be abducted from a parking lot, like, yeah. like you become scared of that parking lot, right, right. you know what I mean? When, when, so when the you world gets, fear, when you
1: yeah. Fear, yeah, it's, it's, that yeah, it sucks.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, so, so they never have to learn that. And, and, and there's, there's beauty in that too, because they never have to see the world and confront the world as, 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 as malevolent as we know that it can be, you know, and, and that's something inspirational and that's what kids provide us. And so when you see an adult with Down syndrome who are likely in a, in a childlike state, it reminds you of the sort of innocence and purity in that because you can only see the world through like a, a perspective of positivity. Yeah. And that's something that I think we all yearn for because we've lost it because we've had to, Yeah, yeah. you yeah,
1: know, yeah. I mean, you and
0: could. that's what kids bring us.
1: Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I mean, it's just great.
0: I do. Um, this is, this, this building's actually a cheer gym. Okay. And so I got back into tumbling. Zach used to tumble too. Like, oh, yeah. like really? the flips and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we both yeah, did in high school. somebody
1: yeah. Zach was a, you know, he's a good little athlete, man. Yeah. And I had a, I had a basketball goal at my sports bar. Okay. And outside you would shoot and, you know, I post videos of him swinging the bass. Great, he's, great he's baseball got a swing. Great yeah, baseball like, Holy swing. Holy shit, this kid's.
0: Yeah. You know, he knows his shit. But, yeah. but, like, I'm out here trying to do things I used to do, like, a while ago, but I've got a block in my head on 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 something I'm um, trying to relearn to do because of the fear of injury. Yeah. Like, I've literally got a block about it. I've got all the power, I've got all the speed, everything yeah. I need, but I won't throw it because I'm scared of the injury. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> 12 feet away, there's an eight year old doing the same thing and yeah, more. Because there's no fear of yeah, that. You it's kind of I mean? like
1: skateboarding, like when you skateboard as a kid and then you just don't do it for a while. And then as an adult, you're like, fuck, I can't do this. I mean, yeah. It's weird, it's strange. Yeah. It's
0: like,
1: I mean, I guess you lose a little bit of balance, but you're more scared of like you said, like, fuck, I gotta go to work. If I break my arm, I can't work. Then then you start now, you start fucking yourself. Well, that's and like then you're gonna you're not gonna yeah. actually commit to it and you're gonna and you are gonna fuck yourself up.
0: That's why people like your friend, I think Carl the free spirit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he's so special. Yeah, because he doesn't let the fear, the yeah. fear of judgment in public or whatever. Sure, yeah. he, he he has yeah. his fears, yeah. but I mean, he he does his best to not. But let he that dropped all that shit him. a
1: long time ago. You yeah, know, it was,
0: and, yeah. It's it's just and it's nice. It's freedom. You know, it's 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 funny. It's it's as if the world gets us into this position where we have to. I don't know the white the right way to describe it, but but we have to. Protect ourselves, so we start to identify fear, and we right. protect ourselves from it. Which means we close down yeah. ourselves. But then we get to a point, maybe in our 30s or 40s, where we say, "Where we, where we realize that those walls and barriers that we put up that were keeping us safe, yeah. we're also yeah, you're holding the hand that it, holds you down, in, imprisoning us. Yeah, it's, it's
1: keeping you from yeah,
0: running. yeah. It's, and there's this yearning to like get that freedom back, yeah. that childlike freedom back, you know. To love the world again. When
1: you're young, you you figure that there's a blueprint in life. Okay. After high school, four years, which for me was more than that. But, uh, and then you got to go to college and you graduate college and then you get a job. So when you're a kid, that's another thing. All these student loans, it's terrible. Yeah. uh, So, you know, you're taught this blueprint that, Hey, this is a successful life. But then as you get older, it's like, fuck man. Like none of that matters. It's like, it doesn't matter what college sure. Some, a lot of colleges hold more value than
0: others. Some education. Yeah. There's definitely some, some, some more like prestigious. They, they, they know how to do it a little better. Right. Right. Sure. Sure. And
1: and it definitely holds weight, but um, for the most part, like if you go to a community college, just, just learn, learn how to communicate with people, learn how to deal with people. And to me, that's the most important thing about college. You know, not, you know, not, not what subject you're learning and, I mean, I got, I think, I don't know how many credits I got, but I got no degree. Mm-hmm. But I got enough credits for, for maybe one and a half, but uh, but I just never, you know, I go to community college for a little bit here, a little bit there, but I realized it's not for me, you know? So, you know, I just started working, you know, just working, delivering furniture for a company and then doing the the food, you know, being a, the doorman and then being the expediter and then kind of getting back into delivery and then doing my own delivery thing, bu- buying a delivery truck from uh, the Salvation Army when they had a uh, 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 auction. And then started my own delivery service. Yeah, I had a little piece of shit delivery truck, but I, I got the contract from the place that I was working for. <laughs> So they're like, look, get your own truck and, you know, just work, you know, we'll pay you 1099 and you kind of do your own thing. And then I started doing moving here and there. And that was my first business that I started, which was, it was cool. It was fulfilling doing your own thing. It was 23, 24. And, uh, yeah, just, that's what I
0: like. Your just mind's got this as long as the outcome is income kind of of perspective at, at least when you were younger and, and then yeah, you, when I was
1: younger, it was all about making, yeah, how yeah, do I yeah. make money? You yeah. Know, how do I make money? I want to do something. I want to, I want to do my own thing. Cause that mm-hmm. was, that was success. Success was making money, having a good business. and That's one thing my dad taught me too. He's like, look, anybody can have, you know, he did a lot of his, you know, the last business when he died was a uh, uh, taxi cabs. He had a partner in a taxi cab company,
0: but, um, those have been hit hard by things like Uber and Lyft. Oh yeah. But this yeah. was years. Yeah. Years, yeah, you know, yeah. 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 It was
1: Diamond cab. And, um, So yeah, when I was young, that was my motive because my dad had businesses and that was my motive. Like I want to be a businessman, but like he said, anyone can make money in business, but you got to make money the right way. You know, don't fuck people over, you know, be a good businessman. Don't anyone can make money in business, especially if you fuck people over, but not many do it the right way to where, you know, you you still have your integrity, you know, it's very
0: at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. So, but. Yeah, when I was younger, that was my thing. You know, got to make money, got to do something. I'm going to be rich somehow. And, but, uh, you know, like I said, I never became rich. But, you know, I, I was very comfortable with the gold. And then I realized, you know what, that's not my money's not my motivator. Creating mm-hmm. things is, is fun. Creating things that people enjoy is fun. Yeah. Where I'm at now, I'm in Ocean Springs. It's called Little Market Deli and Bagelry. And it's, it's not a moneymaker. It's not going to make a ton of money. But the community is so, they they receive the business so well. And they're just... Mm-hmm. It's just nice being a part of a community to where normally I'm you know, I'm not that I'm introverted, like if I'm with people, like I'll talk to anybody and just joke, make anybody laugh and mm-hmm. but I'm okay also not going anywhere, just being to myself. So being a part of the community is nice, you know, like people like your food and it's just Ocean Springs a really small town and
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: from the outside a lot of people are like, hey, ah, Ocean Springs, blah, blah, blah. But again, that's their own like, oh, a bunch of rich, stuck up people and blah, 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 but again, that's their own perception, you know, that's how they feel about themselves, like as if you think someone's better than you because they have money but it's not like that, man, they're, everybody's so nice, I mean, just it's, it's such a great community and it's something I want to do for a lot. I mean I want to do something more, but like, I'm really happy with how this is turning out, it's, yeah. we're going on a third year now and it's just nice just to be a part of a community where people like what you're doing and it's a it's a it's a very fulfilling thing,
0: but oh that, for sure, and yeah. and that's the name of the game that like 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 we've been it's talking all about, about fulfillment, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like you know we're th- talking about the the UBI with Yang, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, and I was listening to a podcast, and it's like it's not just about getting that money. People need a purpose, you know. Yeah. So it's not just you get money enough people enough money to live, they need a purpose as well. So it's not just about income for. I think just as human nature, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So, it's I mean it's interesting, and as you get older, you, you learn you learn so much, you know. Yeah. So
0: it's it's nice. Yeah, I, I I don't know, with the UBI, I've 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 got the same the same concern. Um, also, I th- I think it's kind of inevitable. I think technology is just going to yeah, do that. Have you ever seen so. you ever seen the movie Demolition Man? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that sort of, Taco you Bell. know, yeah. Taco
1: Bell. What are the, <laughs> the shells though? I still don't yeah. understand what the shells. are. You
0: know? There's, there's an explanation online. You any? can actually look up. Yeah. But um, I looked it up at one point. A buddy of mine, uh, Alan Rowe, uh, he, he he sent me an explanation one time. Yeah. But yeah, what the what, what the yeah, hell's the up with the three, three shell, seashells? Yeah. <laughs> Such yeah. a great movie, man. Well, no, it's. God. Yeah. But like, you know, sex was, was no contact, you know, that, that sort yeah. of thing. But I think technology is going to move everything to an egalitarian or at least try mm-hmm. and force it in that way. But I think that humans as, as a species are just going to revolt against it. There's a, there's a philosopher one time who said that if we solved all of, if we created a structure that solved all of humanity's problems, we would tear it down just just yeah, to have some entertainment. To, yeah. Like like we need sense. some sort of conflict yeah, or there's some problems. I mean, look be, at social media. Like yeah, there's gotta be things to figure yeah. out.
1: Yeah, social media is-
0: It's a shit show, crazy.
1: man. like, yeah, now with the media, and that's one thing about Trump, like, fake news, like, man, he's a fucking idiot. These are news organizations. There's no such thing as fake news. Sure as shit, it comes out, it is fake news. Yeah. It is fake news.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. That's one thing, it's like, fuck, this guy was right, you know, Yeah. Th- th- these, like, and, and then after he got elected, like you see these people who like, you respect them because they're anchors and then they're sad. Like we're not supposed to know you're sad, you know? Yeah. You're not supposed to be cheering for one person or the other.
0: Exactly. They're supposed to be neutral objective, yeah, yeah. but they're, but, but they're making a theatrical ap- performance of it all. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's not about the news. It's about the performance. News is now an entertainment mechanism.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it says, it's, it's all opinion pieces and yeah. you can't trust someone said, uh, uh, Buddy of mine, poker player, very smart dude. Very, you know, he does a lot of things. He was actually on Jeopardy. Won it twice.
0: And okay, really? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's uh, it's probably someone you might want to interview if he wants to. He's yeah, kinda, he's kind of like a, you know, solo guy. Introvert, not an introvert, but he's kind of keeps himself. Yeah. But uh, he was actually, um, fuck, I forgot the whole point. What were you just talking about before that?
0: Oh man, I think I botched it too. Yeah, uh,
1: man, what? Yes, <laughs> that like chemicals were about. Fucking no, no memory. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So I believe I might be mixing up stories, but I believe he's like, okay, so like Alex Trebek, like no one ever knew, no, I don't think it was Alex Trebek, but maybe it was like no one ever knew, like who that guy ever voted for. Yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like he mm-hmm. doesn't, and because, you know, when Alex passed away, I asked him about, you know, hey, what do you think? He's, he's like, man, it's, you know, it's terrible. He's such a great guy. And, um, but, you know, just things like that, like, now everybody's like, you're either on my side or you're not on my side.
0: Yeah, and, and I was having this thought um, yesterday, actually. I was, I was thinking about this whole group identity politics concept, and, and I thought like the, the worst part about it is that they, it's a, it's a, they scream individuality, but they group each other t- together. together. You know, that, together. That's, that's what they do, and, and all it does yeah. is reduce the individual because what yeah. it does is it says, okay, well, you believe in this one thing, Well, that's a part of this group. So now I know all these other things about you. So Mm -hmm. now I don't want, I don't, I don't have to approach you about these things, or you know know. what I mean? It it creates, it creates an algorithm to judge people from a distance Mm -hmm. without knowing them. Like it's so terrible.
1: And that's excuse me, just but uh, (laughs) and it's funny how you said it's like individualism, but then they become a group. So it's kind of like when I when I went to New Orleans, like you see all these people like just. Tons of tattoos and earrings and pink hair and fucked up dresses and and because they're individual, but yet they go to New Orleans because everyone's like them. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, yeah. It's strange. It's like you want to kind of be different, but you want to be amongst your own people,
0: kind of. Yeah.
1: But back to I just that was just something I want to throw out. I thought that was interesting. Like yeah. people think they're different, but yet they move to where everyone. Well, think like
0: about them. this. Think about this, right? So once a year. YouTube contributors convene on Las Vegas for a YouTube convention. Mm -hmm. Why don't they just do it via Zoom? Since they're all they want to fuck each other. Yeah. <laughs> they b- yeah. But 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 it's this draw to be together with yeah. with another person. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's 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 a natural thing. But but again, like it's it's this message of inclusivity, but inclusivity only if you're identified by a group. Like yeah. it's 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 the antithesis of, the of what thing, right? individualism is. Yeah, yeah. you want to you you say you want to value each. individual person but, then but you, you only together. get to identify as a group not as the individual yeah. so the individual never gets realized
1: but I mean that's just that's that's what that's what uh, that's what we are you know we're, I mean we feel we're individuals but there's no nobody's unique you know there's, you don't think no nobody's unique I mean there's there's a hundred of me somewhere you know all over this world you know I just happen to be here I just I don't know like I, I see it like like colonies you know what I mean you know I don't. I just. I don't think anybody's. I. I think you could be good to. My main thing is, look. I don't think anybody's unique or anybody's better than anybody. But what you can do is, you could just be good to people. Yeah. You know, and because everybody's going through shit, you know, sometimes.
0: Yeah.
1: So just be nice, you know, and because I don't know the whole like, I mean, there are like you know you got Chappelle, you know, you got you got some people that are just so talented and and you know they're they're a part of the world. But I'm telling you, there's. Like, when you read on now that you got Facebook and you see all these comments, and you see there's so many like creative, funny people that make these comments. And it's like, holy shit, like these people could be writers, you know?
0: Yeah. And yeah. now
1: you're on social media, you actually have like some kind of platform where you can make jokes where this guy's as funny as Chappelle. You know, Chappelle just happened to yeah. be at the right place at the right time. So, as far as being like the whole unique thing, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, we, we like to think we're unique. And again, that's why some people get a tattoo or whatever. They just want to be a little more individual. They don't want to be sheep. But I just think, you know,
0: let me ask you this then. Well, what do you think about this? Um, so if, if perspective is one person's view of the world, right. right, Mm -hmm. Then that's a view that only that person has. So that in and of itself is unique. And think about this. If that's true, that one person's view of the world is their perspective of of the right. world, yeah. which is nobody else's. Perception is reality. Yeah. The, then, then when that person dies, we lose an entire world. And, um, and the only way that that world can be shared is through dialogue. Like that's 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 really the. To me, that's that's what that's a confirmation of individualism.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm not saying that. I just, I mean, I don't, as far as individuality individuality, I'm thinking more of... Or
0: rather, uniqueness. I think that's confirmation of uniqueness, maybe.
1: Uniqueness, yeah. And then... I mean, it makes sense, but I don't believe in the whole dying thing. Like, I believe in energy. I believe energy. Yeah. You know, I believe, you know, science is science, you know, Mm -hmm. and energy never ceases. It just moves on, right?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's been proven. So, that's what I... So, I don't think we lose. I think maybe it just moved on something to where maybe...
0: Well, it's, well, it's transferred. I mean, you, you look yeah, at yeah, energy you,
1: transfers, it never dies.
0: Yeah. yeah. You look at your, so I think it's the university of Tennessee, but they have a, uh, open air decomposition study site. Okay. So they take cadavers, they set them out there and that's how they, that's how we learned about like how to date a body that's been dead yeah, that's because been dead the of the size of the mat, you know, mm-hmm. maggots and, and whatnot. But, yeah. but those bodies, I think you can see them from like Google earth and stuff, um, because it is open air and, you know the bugs get at them and yeah. you know that so 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 all your body it decomposes it becomes part of the earth like right. there's there's truth to what you're yeah. saying 100 yeah. percent. so i
1: mean more on a spiritual
0: even that too I, I i don't level i level I, I mean i'm kind of agnostic you but know in a way towards yeah, I mean that yeah I, I, yeah I'd say i can't confirm agnostic, or yeah. deny and each one is yeah. as as possible as yeah. as the other yeah, you
1: know i'm pretty much agnostic as well but you know again it's I mean individuality, probably in your own circles for sure, one hundred percent. But I, yeah. I mean in the grand scheme of things, like you know, there's so many of us, you know, yeah. there's, there's so many people. Like in India, just the the, the popular
0: Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. We're get, Don't worry about it. Spread <laughs> that shit off. Uh, but uh,
1: there's just so many human beings. So for me to for me to think that I'm special Maybe I'm special in this little area because I make the best bagels and shit. But, I mean, they make them in New I York. I like where your head's at. You know? So, <laughs> fuck. But, uh, but yeah, I guess individuality and uniqueness and, and I guess your own little tribe or whatever you want to call it, your own little world. You know? mm-hmm. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't know. I just I feel like we're more – I'm not even high, too. I'm getting fucking <laughs> – but I feel like it it's more like of a, a colony type thing where we're all I don't know, we're we're all just doing what we have to do to just keep just to keep the cycle going. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's just hey, you're here, you live and that's why regardless, whatever you do, if you can be nice to people then you know, you make it easier for everybody. Yeah. You know? So that, yeah. That, that that's for me is, is is like and now if you see me in the kitchen, like you're like, you know, that guy's a fucking asshole, man. Like, wow. <laughs> but, uh, but that's just, you know, I, I get, you know, I get under pressure and I want, yeah. I want everything to be great for the customers. And yeah. you know, if, I, if I got employees kind of slack, lagging a little bit and, and you know, it's just, I, I'm, I've become a micro I, I, I understood I'm a micromanager from my first restaurant, mm-hmm. which is fucking terrible. Like, yo, you gave three napkins, you're supposed to give two. Like, that's fucking terrible. That's why I had a heart attack because I'm fucking <laughs> worried about napkins. But, uh, so it's, and I've. I took this spot over. It's, it's just a takeout joint. It's not a restaurant. No mm-hmm. bartenders. No servers. I was like, this is going to be a lot easier, a lot less stress, you know. And mm-hmm. and it, it is, but it's still, it's I micromanage the little things. But, you know, I try to be, at the end of the day, like, I care about everybody that works for me, you know. Um, so, you know, I snap. I apologize. and I just let them know, listen, you know, the, the, you did nothing wrong. It's just, and I'm a little, you know, but. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a, it's an interesting industry, you know. The way it's just like me in that atmosphere is, but 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 I understand it, you know. Mm-hmm. I understand I'm I'm not, you know, you know. I can kind of just, you know, be an asshole, and and I let my employees know. I say, listen, if I yell or whatever, I was like, I don't give a shit. Like just yell back at me, and then let's get this customer's food out, right, on a, in a timely fashion,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's it. There's no, I don't ever want you to like just worry about me oh my god he yelled at me did i do something no just boom boom we're just in you know there's no time yeah. for pleasantries hey get that get that for, that's it so but uh but you know that's kind of like the worst part of me but still it's always be nice you know what i mean if yeah. They need something you know i'm always there to help them you know i make sure i feed all my employees and you know that's important to me you know Feed, feed people is important to me
0: well so. yeah i mean i i i guess that's 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 the business you're in right Yeah. well even <laughs> if it's
1: not like you know i just i want people like obviously food i love food but mm. i just i think food is if you can feed people it's a good thing i, I yeah. just i always I'm, I'm gonna eat whatever i want at my restaurant my employees are gonna get to eat too you know they eat don't worry hey how much is this uh, don't worry about it I'm, you're gonna eat five of them yeah you gotta pay but <laughs>
0: yeah you know,
1: yeah but uh, but i just think it's important you know you want to take care of people that are, you know, looking out for
0: you. And I think it's a good business strategy, to, uh, uh, strategy too, because you know, you're showing that, yeah, I work here, you know, yes, I, I, yeah. I make this food and, and I enjoy it too. You know, it's the, it's the cliche. Yeah. I'm, I'm the not only a supply. Well, no, 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 no. It's a cliche. <laughs> like I'm not just a, a, a business owner, but I'm a yeah. customer too. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's that's a, right. it's that's that, it's right. that sort of thing, yeah. but, but that's great, man. That's yeah, great.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool industry, you know, but, again, you're going to have people that don't like your shit. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. You get bad. Like, fucking Yelp. <laughs> Yelp is the worst fucking thing <laughs> ever fucking created. Like, these people just think they think people want to hear their bullshit. Like I've had bad reviews, and I went after one of them. I go back, because I didn't give a shit. They're like, dude, you're a business owner. You can't say that. I'm like, fuck them. I don't give a shit. I can close my doors tomorrow. I'll figure something else out. I'm I'm never scared, you know, to to be broke, because I'm not scared to work. So I'll always make money somehow. Oh man, you I love I mean? that. Like whether I got to work at McDonald's for six months to get me through to do something else, especially when those, where is it Florida? Just fifteen bucks an hour. I could I could work on that. But uh, so I, I'm I'm not worried. Like I'm never gonna be a slave to like assholes. You know what I mean? Just because mm. hey I'm a business owner and you know you shouldn't you know talk to customers that way. Like, but this lady just ripped the shit out of my business. Like she took it personal, so I fucking went back at her. Posted online just to see what people said. A lot of people were like, "It's funny because a lot of like cooks and people in the industry in the area, like, dude, we saw that shit. That I just want to shake your hand." I'm like, oh. "It's like I've never known a business owner to just fucking go after somebody like that." And I was like, "Well, you know, she started it. You know, I mean, yeah, her name is Karen too. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, her name was Karen." And uh,
0: but yeah, oh, that's so, I just, so funny. And then
1: like, and then you get other customers. I just I make fun of it. You know, we just had another yeah. review that was. And it's it sucks because the girl's a sweetheart. I figured out who she was. I did some digging, you know, and um, she was just like, you know, the the old lady was kind of, you know, they're not nice to me and they fuck up my order all the time. Which and, and we did like I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not a chain. You know, we just make shit as it comes in and we try to do our best. And I'm not the best at implementing uh, procedure because. It, it changes. Nothing's the same. But mm-hmm. And especially with the food we make, you know, we, Hey, can I get the eggs over easy? Can I get them scrambled? Whatever. So, uh, so she, she said, yeah, the lady in the morning is just kind of rude. And, and, um,
0: they well, that's probably the busiest order. time for bagels. First of all, yeah. well, well, she's, she's <laughs> you know? an older
1: lady and she's not great. With, she, and she, I didn't hire her to be the, you know, cashier, but you know, sometimes she'll get frustrated with it. And I guess it portrays, which was a surprise to me because she's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And I love her and her husband. Great people. But, um, so she, she complained, you know, she goes, you know, I'm from New York. Their bagels are great. The owner is nice. And then just starts fucking shitting
0: know, on this person, know,
1: which is, you know, I get it. And it sucks because she's, I'm to a point where I'm kind of uncomfortable and she's been coming for a year, you know, so mm-hmm. I, I know she's, and I, you know, I sent her a response, you know, like, Hey, but you know, I, you know, I just, I highlighted, you know, the owner is nice and the bagels are great. And then I got posted. Hey, we got another positive review. (laughs) You know
0: what I mean? Fuck, I'm nice. My bagels
1: are good. I don't give a shit. I'm happy. Two stars. I don't give a shit. Focus on the positive, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah. um, But yeah, it was.
1: You know, that's something I want to just take all my negative reviews and just post them on the wall. You know, yeah. Fuck the positive reviews because people <laughs> like the negative. Like, what's the first thing you do if you're looking for like a review to buy something?
0: Oh uh, well, well, you try to find the negative one. You go to the yeah, negative, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Negative, if it, negative if it, bias. Yeah, exactly, and 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 that's how we're programmed. Like, for example, when I was um, uh, when I was when I was a bank manager, I I asked another. Uh, manager, I said, do you thank your tellers for balancing every day, you know, balancing their drawer with what's on the computer? And he goes, no, it's part of their job. And I was like, well, what happens if they don't balance this is this is when I first got started. And he's like, well, then, you know, we're going to be there late after work and you know, everyone's going to have to count their drawers and try and find this money. And then worst case scenario is that it gets, um, you know, well, it could lead to being fired if there's too many of them. And then it gets it's work that I have to do to input, you know, into their file and all this stuff. Yeah. And I said, so don't you think it's really beneficial when they balance the drawer? And he looked at yeah. me and was like, so maybe you should thank them once in a while yeah. when they, when they balance the drawer, because they could also not balance the drawer, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. and, and, inevitably it's going to be on a day when you have something planned, you got to get out of there. Right. Yeah, Cause pretty because, pretty much, yeah. yeah, because that's, that's, that's Murphy's law. But you know, we're so geared towards, if it's positive and and it works, I don't have to deal with it. Yeah, you only have to well, react to the negative to stuff. Yeah, 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 But yeah. you should be reacting to the positive stuff equally.
1: Yeah, and and that's what, honestly as um like I say, I'm not a great manager. Like like the girl says, like my, you know the 19 year old girl is like you know you you you're you're not a good manager, but you you like to create things, not manage. I'm like you're 100 percent right. Yeah, which is pretty you know intuitive for a 19 year old girl.
0: I I would say that, so. You know? Yeah, and
1: um uh, so it's kind of like. That's my problem. They can do like 20 great things and then they do one thing bad I'm like, look, we got to fix this shit. What is this? Well, what about all this shit we did? I'm like, yeah, it's great, you know. I pay you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so but uh but you know, it's but I know, you know, I understand that about myself. Yeah. Which is which is good to know cuz some most people don't want to realize that hey, man, that's not cool. You know, that's that's not the way, you know, you uh that's not what people, how people want to be treated. You know, people want to be appreciated. That's the main thing about work. Mm, you yeah. can make great money, you know, if your money motivated is all about money, but you, they want to be appreciated, you know. But I always make sure that, you know, I'm always texting them, hey, man, great job today, or because I know it was kind of rough. And I let them know, I was like, this is how I am. I'm sorry. I wish I wasn't. But if, if you do, like, everything great, but you do one thing fucked up, I'm gonna bring up that fucked up thing, you know, and
0: and, it's, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't like you 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 absolutely sh- should. It's it's uh, because you got to correct efficiency. Like that's that's yeah. that's the bottom like line. We have I mean, got to run exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. So,
1: but I got to give them credit. Like, hey guys, great job. But it's just the way, you know. Like I know what I'm supposed to do, but you know, you just walk in somewhere and it's like fuck, you know.
0: <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no. Well, it's, it's also your livelihood. Like, like your investment in that is also yeah, greater than theirs and for sure. My, you know, I, I do yeah. stress
1: about things like that because I, I just want people to be happy, you know. So, like the customer service, when I see that, that that really did bother me. So, you know, I talk to everybody, and so just be nice, you know. Just if you're frustrated, just kind of bottle it in, and then when the customer leaves, just come to the back and call me a fat fuck. I don't care. Just <laughs> t- take it out on me. Yeah. But be good to customers, you know, cause people can go anywhere, you know? And so,
0: you know who, um, goodness, I'm, I'm about to say, do you know who, and I think I forgot his first name, but, um, Bob, it's either Bob Keller or Bill Keller, but he was a CEO of Southwest, the, the original, uh, CEO. And, and, and he was famous for a customer's mer- first uh, mentality and he would hire, um, well, I take that back. Employee first mentality towards towards business. And so, yeah. do you know who he hired or, or where he recruited primarily from, from mm. for um, flight attendants? Strip club. No oh, division. W- I know, right? Well, uh, strippers. <laughs> well,
1: okay. I mean, we would kill it. Fuck, we just started a new business. <laughs> Holy shit! You got a plane?
0: I, I know the strippers. Yeah, 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 Uh, But but it was Division One high school cheerleaders, and okay. and and that's where the mantra of it Hire was, for attitude, train for success came from he. He, he coined that well, because because a, that's what he did. Yeah, he.
1: It's also not hiring fat girls. You know. Well, well, he hired people in a people, very sneaky way.
0: Fair enough. Same fair enough. He goes, so but, see, he's
1: an asshole <laughs> because you know everybody needs love.
0: Well, well, he said uh, he. he well, his idea was they spent they were they were trained and conditioned to boost energy and boot and yeah, and make people yeah. feel good. But to your point, strippers, strippers. do the same. Yes, but strippers, strippers do, do the it, same. Probably to another level as well. And you can pay them cash. Yeah, they're not worried about the benefits. Yeah, be <laughs> but yeah, he he also said like he was asked in some Harvard business class who's, who's more important your your uh, customers or your shareholders, and he said neither. He said my my employees my and employees. and and he said uh when my employees are happy well they're happy to conduct business yeah. and happy to do their jobs or they're happy to do their jobs they're gonna be happy to help customers and yeah. when customers feel like they're being greeted with good service and and somebody's happy the to help them yeah. they buy more more of what I'm selling and yeah. when people buy more of what I'm selling the shareholders are happy yeah yeah uh, it all
1: boils down well all boils down to the shareholders but you got to know what starts the chain reaction
0: yeah for sure
1: I think he, he, he's the same way. He's like, I got to make sure my employees are happy. And they, and, and you, you want to, you know, like, yeah, see, like, I wish I could pay these people more money than they know what to do with. But, yeah. you know, I sell bagels, so I don't make a lot of money. Yeah. That's why I try to feed them. I want them to be happy. Yeah. You know, because like you said, that projects to everything else that they're doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, so.
0: I think you can make food in an angry state and it transfers to the food.
1: You think so? No, I don't think so.
0: I do. I, I'm pissed I, I,
1: as fuck, and I'll make you a sandwich that you would fucking but there's, but the,
0: die for. Yeah, but I'm saying like your your your, like your your happiness is rested in the fulfillment of the process. But like like an angry mother that's that's you know making food out of like out it's of resentment.
1: Be sloppy or something.
0: Yeah, like it's it's there's something about it. I, I just mm-hmm. I I feel like I can taste it. You know, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I mean, it's just me. But you're high now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I said, "Hey, should I take another
0: I like, up to you. I was like, "No, nah, fuck." I don't know. I don't I'll know get you there. You're I'll, high. Okay. I'll get you there just by talking to you, man. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I, yeah. I mean, just being happy again. But it's also like basic customer service,
0: which 100.
1: It just happens to be. People don't realize that, like. Like my mom, she's uh she works, you know. I don't pay her, but but the people love her, you know. Like older older lady from another country with the thick accent. And yeah. In this area love that shit, and she's yeah. really good to customers, but she's tough on employees, you know, because uh, she sees anything is like stealing from her son, you know what I mean? Like, so um, so she's like, hey, you got to work, you, you know, you're not working hard enough, you know, you're getting paid, work. yeah, but um, <coughs> but uh. But yeah, it's, it's about like, like I wish, like I'm great with customers. She's great with customers and, uh, and, and they try, the employees try, but you know, it's, it's something where you do, you get frustrated and it just, you, you kind of like, like my spot is run more like a family, you know, like, like we fucking yell at each other and it's not hey no airing, dirty laundry and it's not corporate. I don't do the corporate thing. Yeah. I hate the corporate thing because everything's not standard, you know? So as far as, like, trying, that that's a tough thing. Like, like I said, I wish I could do it with money. Um, and, you know, it's getting better and better. And, you know, so it's it's nice, you know, to be able to pay a little more when you can. But uh, it's more than that. Like, it's appreciation, you know. So th- that's what I, you know, and that's probably my weakness, so I try. But the, it's a good philosophy. Like, if your employees are happy, they're going to look out for you, too. You that's know? Like, right. You know, this guy cares about me. You that's know? right. And, um, but that's another thing about like the bar business, you know, there's a lot of opportunists in that business too, you know. So it's like, you know, hey, this girl posts something about, you know, Christmas is going to be tough. And so, yeah, hey, I pull her aside, give her 200 bucks to buy gifts for her kids. And then, you know, she's doing something she should never be doing. Like, you know, it's it's not stealing, but, you know, it's like you're costing me money. You yeah. Know? Like, after I, what I do for you, the, the, owning my first. Well, actually working in that industry when I was young, I was like, fuck, I would never, I, it's, it's fucking terrible industry. Like we're all working just, you know, it's mostly, you know, a lot of people, young people working, just I have like some cash, you know, smoke yeah. some weed and yeah, I got enough for weed, I'm out, you know? Yeah. So, um, and I was never into that, like never into any of that. So it was, it was strange. Like, when I, when I opened it up, my buddy's like, dude, we hate that industry. And you know? I was like, I was like, yeah, but I think, you know, I think I got a good idea, a good concept. I think if we do everything the right way and.
0: You should buy a boat. A boat, yeah. Yeah. Because I – see, that's the same thing, man. So 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 people people will will like say, Oh, I'll never I'll never buy a boat because it's a money trap and this and that's so expensive. Yeah. And then they buy a boat six months later. You know, like yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a common thing. Yeah. Well, i sounds <laughs> too fucking lazy to do all that shit.
1: And then I know nobody helps you clean it. You got to clean a boat.
0: Yeah, yeah. My favorite, I I tell all my I've friends with boats. I've never
1: been a boat since, I've, since I moved here. I have to get me. Be like, you've never been the horn. I was like, no, nah. like, come Ooh. with us. Come with us. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. What if I got a shit? Like I worry, like I think, you know, three steps away. What if I got a shit like in the afternoon? What do I do? I'm not <laughs> jumping in the water. I'm fucking scared of sharks. <laughs> So where do I shit? So that's why I've never been on a boat because I'm
0: worried where to shit. I'm terrified of open water. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Have, have, have you ever seen the movie Castaway? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know that scene? I, I don't remember much, but yeah. Well, there's a scene when the plane crashes and he looks down in the water and you see this like 737 or whatever and it just descends into the blackness. It it gives me even describing, I've got, I've got chills now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just in, it's just consumed by the ocean and there's no guarantee it's ever going to be found. And it's just, that thing is is lost from the world. And, 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 oh, by the way, you're in an environment where you're nowhere near the top of the food chain.
1: Oh yeah. That's yeah. You're not in your element. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to like, so, you know, growing up, it's like uh, I try to take up surfing. My friend surfs. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let me try it. So I go, I paddle out. And we're sitting, we're waiting for something, and I feel something, you know, swim by my legs. I'm like, fuck. I'm not sure, I was fucking scared. So, I'm, so I just start paddling in, paddling in. And they're like, how oh, are you? And I don't want to say, oh, I'm scared, of the shark or something. Cause, you know, that's just a part of surfing. You, mm-hmm. you just know. And so I was just like, oh, I got a cramp. I got a cramp. I, <laughs> I got a cramp in my leg. I can't. So I fucking got to shore and I never, sur- I bought a skimboard board after that. Uh-huh. So I just stayed on, the, stayed on the shore, but it scared the shit out of me. And I was like, I just like you said, that's not my element. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Plus, you know, drowning can't be fun. And
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another yeah. time we're
1: out on the boat and it was down you know, South Florida and I was just kind of floating. And then I look and I drifted away from the boat and now I got scared. Cause you know, we're all floating together not far from the boat. You know, if a shark comes, there's like six of us. But now I'm by myself. So I look up in the boats are like holy fuck, and I look down and I just see some silver. Just probably just a big face of yeah. like barracuda, maybe. Just just zoom right behind me. I was like, holy shit! Hey, help! I got a cramp. This morning. <laughs> I got a cramp. I can't. Sleep. So the <laughs> guy came in the jet ski and I held on. And I said, yeah, I hate the fucking water. Yeah, that's why I, boats. It's cool, but where are you gonna shit? And if you gotta go yeah. in the water, it's. Can I, was, I pause you real quick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm gonna run the restroom real quick. Yeah, yeah <laughs> do I'm you have to use the restroom? I'm
1: gonna go after you in a minute. Okay. Yeah. So the slow twitch, long distance runner and fast twitch, like power lifter, you
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're just getting back from a bathroom break, but, uh, but yeah, so we were talking about, uh, Oh, there you go. No church. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So I guess to segue into, into this, have, have you ever read, heard of the book, big, uh, big beyond belief?
1: No, I, I, so when I say I'm well read, I really mean that. I read one book in my life. It was called Be Nice to Spiders When I Was a Little Kid.
0: Oh, and, fair enough.
1: And fair I'm enough. arachnophobic. So okay. fuck books. <laughs> I did I did buy Sun Tzu's Art of War.
0: And uh-huh. I think I read
1: like three words. I'm like, fuck this shit.
0: Well, the original like manuscript of that I think is like eighty-two pages. Yeah. So so it's a pretty palpable read. Um but this this book, it's my dad's book and so my dad was big into bodybuilding oh, so. and whatnot. Okay. And uh, and so in there it talks about the guy so it's written in like the mid-80s so, okay. so, so it's in the height of the Cold War yeah, right yeah, so uh, it, it was talking about um, it referred to everybody in the you know Russian axis right it, yeah. as the Soviets and so they yeah. say yeah the Soviets discovered this or whatever it's right. a really cool read the way it reads yeah. because it's kind of a um, it's kind of a time capsule in a way, but yeah, they're talking about how the Bulgarians, you know, figured out red and red and white muscle fibers and, and okay. that, and that one of them is fast twitch fast and one's not. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, it was the
1: Bulgarian. that kind
0: of Yeah. Race. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, it's all like during that area, like yeah, it was every, all that, yeah, it was all the, Eastern yeah, Europe. Yeah. When. But, uh, but yeah, yeah that's
1: man. Interesting. But so your father was a weightlifter.
0: Yeah, he was he was big like into a power lifter. It. Or? Um, he he mostly did um, like kind of body sculpting that okay. that that sort yeah. of thing, and then uh, he was. He had, he's a real funny guy, yeah. right? But he's got an aggressive, he's, he's got an aggressive, right. like it it, it it seems like somebody probably has to be both those things. Like he got to be a really funny person, but then also have, have an aggressive side. And he worked a second job as a, as a bounce or, or not a bouncer, but security right. at the Grand and Gulfport. And he absolutely loved that job. Really, Yeah. Cause I mean, you, you get stupid people in there yeah. and, and, uh, you know, he, he, he'd have to come. Come break it up and yeah. one of his friends one time uh said the most dangerous thing that he that that he's ever done in his life is got in the way of my dad at really? a fight yeah.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but See, I'm, i was never like that like i was never
0: uh i, I went through a fired. short period of 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 like kind of i'd be downtown and i never got into a fight but, yeah. but i was like just kind of hoping hoping, hoping yeah. See, for I was, one yeah, i was like, yeah. Because like, because I boxed a bit, you well, know, you? so yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: but for me, it's like so. I was always one of the strongest people around, and but fuck, I never fought. But uh, so Well, you didn't have to were, if, you're, if you're if you're a big dude. Like, yeah, we're, oh, let's you know, let's talk shit. I'm like, listen, I'm not fuck. I'm gonna let you get your ass whooped, and then I'm just gonna pull the guy off. you.
2: because
1: <laughs> like, I don't know how to fight either. But, like I remember one time where I actually got into a fight. My buddy, again, this my buddy is just talking shit to some dude in the car as I'm driving, and then uh, it's funny because the dude, like, turned around, bah, 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 and then I saw his lips. He's like a fat fuck. I'm like, fat fuck me, motherfucker? He-. <laughs> so we come to a red light, and he, he opens up his door. Fuck, I open up my door. And um, so I go to him. He's tall, dude, maybe like 6'2", but, you know, kind of like not skinny, but, you know, wasn't a big dude. So, mm-hmm. And he kind of reaches towards his back. Like he's got a gun or something, and I've been I've been shot at in Miami and been had guns pulled out of me a few times, but so so I just fucking go at him. I'm like, oh, you're gonna shoot me in front. So I was a fucking idiot, but uh, so you know, obviously, like I'm not I'm not a striker or nothing. So you know, I go to. um,
0: Were you trying to like just press his arm against the car on his body? Excuse me. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I already had COVID, so you guys don't have to worry about that shit. Uh, <laughs> so I just figured, look, I'll fucking, you know, I'll throw him around like a fucking rag doll because he's not that, you know, he's tall, he's not, like, huge. And I was like, I'll just grab him, throw him in the ground, and just fucking walk away. Like, I don't like to fight. And this was, you know, I don't want to punch somebody and, like, cut my hand and get AIDS. I'm worried about AIDS and shit and all that, mm-hmm. you know, this is back. So uh, so it's funny because so I go to grab him, and he sprawls. Right, and I didn't know what a sprawl was, but it was it worked. Like I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't lift him up. I'm like, fuck, what's this guy doing? And he fucking eye gouged me, and then I finally just put a knee to the ground, lifted him up, threw him on the car in front of us, and then people were like the cops are coming, the cops are coming. And that was it, you know. Yeah, but that I like, and I and I hated it. Like I, there was nothing. Like what was the point? Like. I don't know, I just don't get fighting, like I understand like you want to protect your girls on her or something like that, yeah. but just to fight like like kind of hoping it, like like I, I just never got in i just never was into a, like I'd rather make people laugh, you know
0: yeah when yeah. that 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 period was a short period for me, and then i i kind of got back into like training in and and I realized like ah. Uh, I don't want to. It was your own <laughs> insecurity that you wanted to prove that you were. Uh, I think so. Badass yeah, or, I think I kind of, I, I kind of yeah. matured out of that. Like I needed something to prove, and, yeah. um, you know, and a lot and of people like that. Yeah. You
1: know, like my brother took up, you know, MMA later, and mm-hmm. he's, and he just, he thinks he's a tough guy. It's like, come on, man, who the fuck wants to fight? You know,
0: like, yeah. just,
1: especially just to prove, hey, I could beat you up. Yeah. Okay, now what?
0: Exactly. You know exactly. What I mean? well, and that's you that's, that's what I had to realize. Yeah. And I learned, about like me? young,
1: young, young, me and my best friend, we got into a fight, and I beat him up, and then I cried, you know?
0: Yeah, you felt bad about like, it.
1: fuck, man, I cried, and I was like, I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. And that's what, like, my wrestling coach, and i like, hey, man, you're fucking strong, you're very athletic, you shouldn't take up wrestling. I'm like, I got to wear that fucking thing, a singlet. I'm like, I'm a fucking singlet. I was like, but I just don't like – I was just never into fighting, though.
0: There was, uh, it was this time – I had This thing about not wanting to hurt people whenever I was in I was in high school, right? And and it doesn't really work in football too much. Yeah, and so I, I was I was a basketball player first, um, but I remember it was it was a spring game, and I was playing an an outside linebacker, what what we called a rover back. So so I was the fourth linebacker that would line up in the slot okay. for the receiver, right? Uh, so I was I was weaker than the linebackers, but quicker, but, but quicker. Stronger than the cornerbacks, but slower. slower so yeah, yeah. It, so it, it was good if a tight end lined up in the slot it was a really good matchup yeah. usually. Um, but but this one tight end drug across the field. I was playing, you know, the flat, yeah. and uh, he he drug across the field. I saw the quarterback look, yeah, got it right. Yeah. This is where it's going. But I waited to run at him because he w- he jumped for the ball. So in my mind, I, I could have easily timed it out, yeah. leveled him out, yeah. probably hurt him, but I was c- yeah. concerned about that. Yeah. And then I realized in the moment, like in that moment, I, I still tackled him, but I waited for him to catch the ball and yeah. touch down, which means he advanced the ball yeah. before I hit him. And I realized this is not, because yeah. be, because my coach was was mad at me, but I didn't want to tell him I was scared to hurt him. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, and That's
1: interesting, like in the heat of the moment that, all that went through your head. You know? Yeah. It, that says a lot, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't want to hurt him. So, so I ended up quitting football. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and I, and I stuck with basketball a little longer and then quit that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah I did the football
1: thing a little bit, but yeah, I don't know. I was, I, I never got good grade. High school was social for me.
0: Sure. I was sure. friends with
1: my teachers, friends with my friends. Uh uh-huh. Just, it was social to me. Like we would go to high school and then we'd leave and it was just, yeah, we could drive to. So yeah. uh, high school was just more, Uh, so yeah, I never, uh, never really got, I I think I was eligible for two years for football and that was it. I was never, uh, the second I got my car, I don't think I ever got a grade higher than a D, Mm. but, uh, just, I don't know, it was just fun. High school was fun for me. Yeah.
0: But, uh. What's something uh, stupid you did in high school? Stupid? I don't know.
1: I do stupid. We used to break in, we used to break into the high school. So one day we broke into the high school and, uh. So, like, the door is kind of like that door. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you push it hard and pull it, it'll open. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we do that. And we broke in and uh, we went to the, obviously, went to the cafeteria. And I was just fucking drinking milk and shit. And I probably, that's, I don't really do, I never really did stupid things. Because I've always kind of, I learned young that, hey, there's, there's a, for every action, there's a react. You know, there's, sure. there's it's kind of like that Montessori school. What, what's their uh, philosophy? You know, do whatever you want. But understand that there's a uh, there's recourse to everything you do That's, yeah. which is an interesting way but but I learned that young and um so I never did anything too too stupid probably that was it we, we used to break in to play basketball never to steal anything but when they were like hey fuck let's go to the cafeteria see if they got anything to drink and I mean we just drank some milk that was about it <laughs> but no, nothing really too dumb actually
0: no, <laughs> oh right. it's all coming yeah, back yeah we no, used it's- to put gas
1: in the in the squirt guns and shit for Halloween, because we we heard the what was it the this year Halloween came out. The Ghetto Boys is that what it is? The Ghetto Boys, yeah. So uh, so we learned from that song. Hey, we'll put gas in Halloweens and shoot pumpkins. And actually, I did some
0: stupid shit. That's but, hilarious. Yeah, and then the
1: cops actually pulled us over that day, that night, and I don't know why they pulled, we were fucking morons, but um, the cop pulled us over and. Uh, and me, like the idiot. So the cop took the uh, the squirt guns away. I think they were like super soakers back then. I don't know what they were back then, but uh, so I was like, officer, listen, don't shoot your buddy with that. That's not water in there. Well, what the fuck is in there? I was like, here's a guy. What the fuck? So uh, <laughs> he just yelled at us, you know. These guys, fucking idiots. Yeah, <laughs> like, we just wanted to fucking. That was probably the dumbest non thinking thing I did, but.
0: My, my my first car I bought from a buddy of mine. Uh, it was a 1989 Mercury Grand Marquis, big body. Yeah, you know, Marquee, the Grand Marquis, yeah.
1: The the front was uh, like kind of slanted. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's it's a big body, big body. Yeah. yeah, so I had
0: one of those. Uh, so I bought. The, he 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 wanted uh, two two fifty for it, but I paid him. 2:45 uh, because I ain't no bitch, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> but yeah, so we would we would drive. I would get off of work at Checkers here in Ocean Springs. Okay. Oh,
1: so you're ra- you were you were Yeah, here? yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. And that car didn't didn't have brakes originally. I had to work another two weeks in order to to, to get paid. So right. uh, so I was driving, holding the emergency uh, or the or the parking brake release, and using the parking brake yeah. to drive around. So I'm I'm, I'm driving yeah. like this, totally unsafe. But got the brakes fixed, and then yeah. me and my friends would would drive around. And the one of the stupid things I did just drive through people's yards, yeah, like an well, asshole. Yeah, well,
1: we did that shit all the time. We would well, <laughs> we would go on the roof of the car, yeah. and see how long you can last. We were fucking <laughs> absolute idiots. Like yeah, that shit.
0: Well, we can, mm-hmm. we did it one time, and and we get pulled over, and the where the intersection with the hospital is right there, it didn't used to look like that. It, it was just a single like kind of four yeah. way uh, type of thing. And there was like a housing area. Well, that's now a housing area, you know, that's that's built back there, but we get pulled over back there. And the cops like uh, we got reports of uh, a car driving through other people's lawn, you know, and and we're like, really, uh, what's that have to do with us? You know, I'm I, I'm the one driving. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, was that you? And I said, no, sir. He's like, what are you doing out here? I'm like, well, I just got off work. I was, I was still wearing my yeah. uniform. And uh, we just, you know, I just got this car. I'm just kind of driving around. I'd had the car for a long time. And he's like, okay. And he leaves. And that was it. And so he drives off and, and I look at my friend and I can see that there's grass on the front hood. Oh, right? yeah. And and I said, I got to get out and look at the car. Yeah. And I get out there, and there's like dirt, grass clumps everywhere. Like yeah. this cop just did not yeah. want to do any paperwork. Yeah, That's he, the yeah, issue, you know? Knows, it, was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was the end of the shift. didn't want to admit it, Like, kid, <laughs> don't
1: fess up to this shit. I'm about to go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was, uh, actually, Ooh. there was one time where, we so we used to bet on sports all the time. My buddy's dad would put in the bets for us. I okay. Mean, I mean, he was like, terrible example but he was like hey what do you guys want to bet parlay blah 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 so there was a time where we were just just murdering, like me and him couldn't lose we we're hitting parlay straight bets and and his dad was like hey, whatever so he was kind of piggybacking on us but it was a uh, it was um christmas time about this time of year i think i was 17 and uh, no 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 my father was alive. i was i was just just 16 and um uh, and uh, we get pulled over so so we're driving, and then the cop car goes like this. So I go around the cop car, and then he slows down because he saw me getting behind him because I just mm-hmm. was trying to go fast. And, and um, so he pulls us over, and I got, I got about 5,000 cash on me, 16 year old, 5,000 cash. And uh, so the cop's like, I forgot what I did. I think I slowed down. I did some kind of fucking maneuver with the, yeah. cop. the cop. Got fucking pissed. Like, just pulled us over. I was like, look, I was just trying to go your speed. You know, we're kind of in a hurry. So uh, he goes, get out of the fucking car, you know. I was a fucking punk back then. So uh, he puts me in handcuffs, throws me in the back of his car. He goes, it's fucking Christmas time. You're driving like an asshole. Don't drive, you know, the last thing anybody wants is accidents. And you just fucking just rip me in the yeah. asshole. But let me go. <coughs> so my buddy, <clears throat> I get back in my car. And, you know, he phrased me before he handcuffed me. I get back in my car and I'm like, my money's gone. I was like, this motherfucker stole my money. I said, I said, George. I was like, this motherfucker stole my money. what are you going to do? I was like, he ain't getting my fucking money that easy. He's like, dude, you can't say nothing. You're going to get arrested. I go, there ain't no fucking way I'm letting this guy steal 5000 so, uh So I get out of my car. I'm kind of sheepishly walking over because I don't know what to do, you know, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a punk. I'm not going to let someone take yeah. it. I don't give a shit what you caught. And it's funny because during this time, it come out that the Hollywood Police Department was the most corrupt police department, like in the whole state.
0: It's you know, Hollywood, Florida, right? Hollywood, Florida. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so uh, I
1: I uh, just scratched myself. But that, So I I go to the cop. I say, Officer, I go, thank you for letting me off. I appreciate that. But uh, did you did you mistakenly take my money and not give it back to me? He's like, What are you talking about? I was like, you know, you, you you pulled out my money. You said, what is this for? Because, you know, when when he saw it, he was like, what the fuck? is?" I was like, it's Christmas shopping, you know. And uh, I was like, I, I don't have it. He's like, you're fucking kidding me. He's like, are we really going to do this right now? Because he was just like, fuck, not going to make a police report. You know, he's got, like, I was like, listen, I, I had money. I don't have it anymore. You had it in your hand. I gave it back to you. I go, I don't remember. I don't know where the money is. The horn starts honking. <laughs> my buddy, I was like, one second, I go back. He's like, you know, it fell in between the oh, shit. cracks of the seat after I got back in the car. And so, I'm like, officer, I'm sorry, you know. Uh, so, but it, I mean, the guy was cool. But well, when he saw, like, the money, that's another thing. Was just, but uh, that was probably a stupid thing, too. Like, I guess going back to the cop, I should have just taken a loss or what I thought was a loss, but then, you know, think that. My buddy's it's just like, <laughs> shit but yeah i mean we did a lot now that i think about it we did a lot of stupid (laughs) shit i don't know what the stupidest is yeah 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 when you're a kid you're supposed to do stupid shit yeah
0: Yeah. exactly exactly i i i uh what i what i sell so i bought that's right i bought a a 98 ford probe for two 10 inch sony explode speakers and 40 dollars one time
1: Oh really? Yeah, Shit. and then
0: and then in Sunplex, it's it's buried some somewhere in Sunplex because Ford we Pro. used to GT
1: four-pro. Yeah, yeah. four-pro. Good buddy of mine had a four-pro.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was supposed to replace the Mustang, but yeah. you know, I didn't because nice. it was front-wheel drive. But, but, but we took it out there, mud riding, got it stuck, and then just crushed it with Jeeps. We just yeah. left it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it cost yeah. me two 10 ten-inch, you know, Sony explode speakers for forty bucks. Yeah. I mean, why not? You
1: know what? The dumbest thing i I've, I've done was. Was uh, eat acid for uh, Denny's? That was the dumbest thing I've done. Do what? The dumbest thing I ate acid. I took acid. Uh-huh. I, uh Tripped on acid for Denny's. We, we, this one kid, he was uh he was an actor, like a kid actor. He did commercials, so he always, always had money. He was younger than us; he was fifteen. And um, but he had money, so we, always, he, you know, hey, yeah. you want to come hang out with us? You know, he buys everything. He's like, mm-hmm. "Or I'll buy you whatever you want from Denny's if you uh, trip on acid with us." And again, I ne- like, I was never into drugs ever, like mm-hmm. through high school all the way till. What was that like? Just not being into drugs?
0: No, 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 no. Oh, being on acid.
1: acid. So I take like what was half a half a hit. They're like here, take half a hit. I took half a hit. I didn't feel. I was give me another half. I didn't feel. I didn't give me another.
0: It's a classic come acid find, story. Kind of
1: come <laughs> to find out, they're full hits, you know, and. It just hits me like a ton of bricks, and I'm just laughing, just laughing like a motherfucker for like. And I'm with my buddies, and we're going all these places, and I can't drive now, so they're driving my car. I had old '77 Seville. It was uh, okay. Hand me down. It was the first car, so we're all piloting, just driving around. We go to the, the Grand Prix where the video games are, and I'm just, I'm just laughing. Just it's just so fun, and you know. Then we go, we go eat, and I'm just fucking out with, like sixty dollars worth of fucking food, just eating everything, and we get home, and, and uh. You know, my dad comes home, and I'm just I'm sitting there. I'm like, holy shit! I look, I look in the mirror, and my, I got nothing but pupils, just all black. I'm like, holy shit! So I'm sitting in bed watching something, and my dad comes home. You know, late night place poker, comes home late, and he sits on my bed. He's like, what are you watching? Oh no, I'm trying to just keep it.
2: Under yeah, control, chill. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: like, Fuck, it, I'm laughing. He's like, well, that's not even funny. What are you laughing? Oh no, he's like, okay, I'm going to sleep. So he went, and it became. Like when I closed the lights and went to bed, it became a bad trip. It was weird. Like I felt like ants crawling on me and shit. Oh shit! So uh... <coughs> come, to, oh, I gotta just scratch myself here. Um, <laughs> come to find out, it was like three hits. So it was like really like he should have never given me that many hits. And uh, but it was it was interesting. I never. I don't think I'd ever do acid again. It was. <laughs> but it, was it was weird. Like, we're driving home and it was dropping everybody off, and it's just me. And the, fifth, you know, uh, the 15-year-old kid, so it just me and my neighbor. And he's like, I'll drive. I'm like, no, you're more fucked up than me. So I drove home. And I'm going, like, 15 miles an hour. And I'm thinking I'm going 1,500 miles an hour. I'm like, holy shit. And then a guy on a bike passes us. And I just start freaking the fuck out. I don't know how we didn't get ready. it. was crazy. I was like, we're going 1,500, and this guy just passed on the bike? It's just fucking crazy. Like, it was nuts. But that had to be the dumbest thing I ever did.
0: Mm. It's like, I'm food
1: motivated, so you can get me to do that especially for as much days as i want when i'm fucking 16.
0: i used to love uh, uh food bets uh food with bets. with with employees like you know i'll give you um i'll give you 20 bucks if you can eat 20 20 cans of fiends oh, sausages yeah. shit like things, that yeah. yeah yeah i just i, yeah. I love doing that <laughs> and then the cracker thing like hey can you yeah. eat x amount of crackers That's so one awesome. guy i thought i killed him he was uh um this 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 young guy uh on my on my shift in an air traffic control tower because i'm my latest trade is air traffic control right yeah. but uh we were talking about hot things and i i I have a palate for very hot stuff like and, spicy and yeah yeah and yeah. uh he we were talking about buffalo wild wings uh and i always get like wild and then wild is one below blazing right that's okay. that's, that's 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 usually what i get and he's like, I can eat blazing. I was like, you, you can eat blazing, you know. Yeah. And and he's like, yeah, no problem. I was like, yeah. okay, bet, you know. So so I was like, uh, if you can do, I'll give you fifty bucks uh, if if you can eat the uh, like twenty blazing wings. Yeah. And he's like, uh, only if they're only if they're bone in wings, right? I think he's yeah. thinking that there's less meat there, but that's not the issue. The yeah. issue is like you want it outside yeah, it's of this getting area on your mouth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so he wanted bonus like uh, or bone in wings. Like, oh, this is gonna be perfect. But he was. He had a lot of unusual confidence about it. Yeah. But anyway, we we get the wings. He's there. He gets through like 4 or 5 and like his body starts <laughs> starts reacting. Oh, so it's that
1: hot their wings?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, Blaze is crazy hot. And 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 then at 6 like he starts like like his butt, like he he starts Can shaking. Yeah, exactly. It's was like, "Oh my god, I killed this guy." Yeah. And he gets to like he finishes he, he almost finishes like an eighth one, and he stops. Uh, so, so he loses the bet. But me, being being the cocky asshole I am, yeah. I ate the other twelve right no, in front
2: 12, of him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, hot, hot. Hot flavor. Like if it's spicy with flavor, it's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: people go too far with that. Like, hey, what's the hottest you can? Why? <laughs> Not, it's. Uh,
0: I think it's, but you also get a euphoric feeling. That's right. And and that's what I get out of it. Like if I don't eat hot stuff for for a while and then like, if I make my salsa and then I eat it after the salsa's over, I get a craving for it. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, So it's, it's it's, you know, it's an endorphin response to it because you're putting your body into pain. And so that's, (coughs) that's what's happening.
1: And spicy is supposed to be good for the body too. Yeah. Like there was one guy he brought when I had the sports bar, he brought this jerky, like super fire, like ridiculous hot and uh you know a couple of my my uh one of, one of my chef and my cook ate one and they were like and they love spice and they're like holy shit! and then i was like oh fuck it, i'll try it you know i don't I know i'm not gonna like it but i'll try it and i actually did have this I mean, it was so fucking hot i had a little piece like this and it just came at me and again just i just had this like euphoric just a yeah. weird feeling from it from being so
0: hot it's the same thing as a runner's high it's the exact yeah, same thing. I wouldn't know
1: anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I wish I could do is run. Yeah. I even bought a Runner's. I got a subscription to Runner, the magazine, and bought the good shoes. I just, I can never, and I always see how people are like, yeah, you just, it's cathartic, you know? Like, when you get into a zone, you just run, yeah. and you're free your mind, mm-hmm. which, yeah, I could see. Like, I got that from lifting, you know? I enjoyed yeah. that, but, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, you found another avenue for it, for sure. Yeah, I, mean, I wish
1: I could run, but I just don't.
0: Uh, Bug <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, well, it's interesting. It's yeah.
1: Well, yeah. So you were raised here, yeah?
0: Yeah. Yep. Okay. yep, raised here. And then I hung out with Zach a lot and his family. And as a matter of fact, one of his uncles actually teaches in this gym. Oh, and yeah. then uh, one of his cousins is the one that operates this gym. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So,
1: so here's a story about Zach. He's a little <laughs> asshole. So, you know, he was my beer rep. And uh, the, this company that he worked for, you know, so there's two beer distributors here, and they're fucking idiots, because it, it, it's, a, it's a competition between each of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like there's not enough beer drinkers for two... Di- but it's always a competition, which one of them, they really don't give a shit, you know? But the other one, it's like they're trying to just bury this other company for wh- whatever reason, I don't know. Yeah. So when uh, Sweetwater came to town here, um, you know, I had four... Uh, Forty four taps, forty three taps. I built a huge tap wall, you know, and then I had I had more on a, you know, on a on a beer cooler. uh So I had forty four taps, and um so Sweetwater come to town, and then they said, hey, you know, if you want Sweetwater, you got to take away a few of their taps. I was like, well, they only have ten, and you have twenty three on my wall, plus you know whatever these extra ones are. Just whenever we have extra, I was like just, we have enough. I was like, don't worry about it. I was like, this is a bad, they're like, no, 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 you know, you have to, we have to take one of their taps away. I said, look, that's not happening. So Zach's like, I, I said, Zach, that's not happening. I was like, it's, you're being ridiculous. He's like, okay. So one of the main guys come and starts talking to me and he's like, hey, well, look, Warren, you know, we, we, we've been crunching numbers and, uh, you know, uh, these are the numbers that we have. I was like, well, I don't care what numbers you say, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, and I, I don't really... Cause you don't know what my other numbers for my other beers are. Sure, he's like, well, you know, we we don't want to we don't want to cannibalize our own taps and blah blah blah. I was like, look look how many taps you got. This doesn't sell for shit. I go, these ten taps that they got, they're all mm-hmm. decent sellers. I'm not taking one of their taps. I said, it's not happening. You know, I was like, the first thing you should ask me is what is your least selling beer, not who's you know one of theirs, just in general. You know, so he was just like. Uh, okay, you know, well, you know, we're going to have to stick by and not. I was like, okay, just give me bottles. Fuck it. I don't, I don't want the tap. Just give me bottles. He's like, yeah, well, we're probably not going to do that. was like, go. Really? Is that, is that what it is? I said, okay. So I actually sent the email to Sweetwater. I was like, look, I don't know. I'm a business owner and I know you guys would definitely want I would want to know if this was happening in my business, but this distributor that you picked, they're not selling your product. I said, my restaurant has, it's it's the restaurant with the most taps in the whole area here, it's a sports bar. You know, we're very popular and I'm trying to get yours but they refuse to give it to me because I won't take one tap from another distributor where they have easily 30 taps where we can take. So I send the email and I'll think, send another email and then boom, I get a call from them.
0: Was it well, Zach?
1: I, actually Zach, oh. no Zach comes, he's like, dude, I can't believe you're a snitch. I was like, this little motherfucker, <laughs> I was like, I was like, listen, one day you'll own a business and you'll understand yeah. how fucked up your company is right now, what they're doing, you know, because yeah. you'd want the bar to do the most business it can. So it could be around for as long yeah, it's, for not, sure. it's, just, it's not just their tap versus this tap. So, so, you know, it's that's actually, a turf or not, not, like, not selling yeah, beer. That's yeah, that's yeah. So, uh. So he was just like, man, I can't believe you're a snitch. So I was like, there's something for like, call me a snitch. I fucking pissed me off. <laughs> but, but you know, that's, that's when, uh, but I'm, I'm pretty sure, Zach, you, you fucking understand now, now that you're older.
0: <laughs> but, I, but he's also with a different funny. company now. Um, no, yeah, uh, yeah, he's a, with a much with a better company. company. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, no, that company's not, well, it was ranted. But, anyways, so the, the CEO of Sweetwater ended up, you know, calling this distributor and then the, the second guy in charge comes to my, yeah, I'm blah 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 with this, and I'm like, yeah, well, I'm busy now. It's Super Bowl Sunday. You're gonna have to wait. Like I don't know who the fuck the guy was, and he was like the VP, and he's like, listen, we want to apologize and start on, a, you know, whatever we want to brush whatever we had under the bridge. I was like, we didn't have shit. I said, you have a
0: problem. I said, like, I don't have <laughs> yeah, a fucking problem. That's a that's a y'all kind of thing, yeah, right I was now. Like, yeah,
1: you know, we. I, <laughs> like, I, I want to buy something from you, and you're saying yeah. no. So. um so then the owner of the dis- distributor and then the vice president of Sweetwater actually came to the bar, you know, and so the dude gave me his card. He's like, listen, any, any problem? He's like, whatever you want from Sweetwater, you let me know. You get whatever you want. And, you know, the owner apologized and all that. And it was just a shitty way to do it. It's just a dumb fucking way to do it.
0: Yeah, it's 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 not a good long-term yeah, strategy. Just, I mean, Yeah, they're just
1: bumping heads and not worrying about, you know, the collateral damage, which is your customer, which is paying you,
0: you know? Yeah, so, exactly.
1: Uh, it was one. It was. But we ended up pouring like the first sweet water in the state of uh, mississippi so, oh that's yeah, cool they took a picture and at least that's what he said he could be full of shit, yeah that's, what, that's that's what he said so <laughs>
0: uh
1: well yeah that's that's when uh but yeah Zach. like i said i had basketball goal. and he'd always shoot and so he's a pretty good yeah
0: athlete, yeah. when when i had him on the podcast one of the first things we we, we talked about was that uh watching zach play sports so he was a great older than me so so mm-hmm. I, I always got to see him play um he played he had a different, like. Was he ever skinny? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and, and. Not that he's just, fat. He's just, no. You know,
1: he's just Exactly. He's
0: but he was, up. he was always very strong, very yeah. well built. A um, lot of power in him. And, yeah. and he just, he could, you could see it in his eyes. Yeah. Through his football helmet. He could turn on some, like some crazy amount of focus. And, and in his own words, yeah. he just kind of realized that while he probably had the, the mentality for it. Yeah. His body wouldn't grow any bigger, right, you know, yeah, and yeah. so it was. It was. It was really hard to yeah, he hard to compete. instinct. Just yeah.
1: Didn't have the you know the god given.
0: Lost the well, now now his brothers. Have you met his brother, Anthony?
1: Yeah, he's got one brother.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah and well, he's a he's a recently. he's a big dude, you know. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, always well built, you know, yeah. but.
1: Yeah, I, I met him. Yeah, I just met him at the Peter Anderson Festival. So oh, okay. He seemed like a nice guy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah he but, is. Uh, They've got the same kind of laugh that. You know what's funny? They look exactly alike in their face. Yeah. Did you notice that? Like, oh, exactly. 100%. Like, I didn't know who the guy no, well, was. But they like their dad, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't
1: know who he was. And then they're like, hey, this is Anthony. And then I'm like, God, I know this fucking guy. <laughs> and, and I'm looking at Zach's face. So I just couldn't. And then yeah. when he said the last name, that's when. He's like, yeah, you know my brother. I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, fuck, you guys look identical.
0: I yeah, guess, it's crazy similar. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, crazy. Yeah. And I think he's a year or two older than... No, no, no. I think he's... I forget. I don't want to botch it. I think it, he's older. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's definitely older. I yeah. just don't know how... How much older?
1: But, uh, but yeah, it's a funny story.
0: So I, don't, I don't know if Zach knew that story. I
1: probably did. I was like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, this little
0: motherfucker. Call me a snitch. Well, he's the I one that recommended I, I I, yeah, I no, talked I, to you. Yeah, 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 he, he yeah. shot me
1: a text. It's funny. like, he shot me a text. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I'm glad, too, man. This has been fun. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was definitely fun. But but, I don't know if uh, you covered anything
1: that was, uh, you know, important, but...
0: Yeah, it was a nice time. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, well, do you want to give any information out about your, about your, uh, about your restaurant or?
1: Well, yeah, it's just uh, I don't really care, but it's a, it's.
0: Uh, I'll put a link to it in, in Little Market it, yeah. Bagel,
1: uh, Little Market Deli and Bagelry, and you know we're in Ocean Springs, and it's like a legit bagel joint. And
0: Where's it at? No, in, in, it's in right Ocean downtown. Okay, it's on like, government it's not or on
1: government? It's on Belandy. It's like a, it's a little road that runs to the city hall. Okay.
2: So yeah. From yeah. City
1: Hall that runs straight into Chard and Government Street. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we do like boar's head meat sandwiches. Like I, I always want to do everything like, um, you know, better quality. Yeah. You
0: know, so. Yeah. I, I, I was going to say this earlier. It, it seems like you your your recipe for success, or, or your what you're trying to achieve, is you're trying to deliver high quality yeah. to to everybody. Yeah.
1: You, you know, know, That's that, that's what I yeah. want to do. Yeah. And it's just like in every aspect, even yeah. in the gold business. You know, when I. I went to this one guy's office, you know, very expensive office. He just had all these monitors with all this gold stuff. I'm like, man, I felt, you know, I felt like I was some kind of financial guru sitting yeah. there. And so I was like, you know, that's what I'm gonna do. That feeling that I had, that's what I want people to have. So every office I had, I don't care where it was, you know, uh, I treated every customer like, hey, you're you're my only customer. I'm gonna make sure you're happy, and you know, um, so they could see all the monitors. So it was just. So I just want everybody to, you know, get the best that they can get from yeah. me, whatever it is, you know, yeah. you whether know, it's the most money for gold and back in when I was doing that, and which I still do a little bit now, but or if it's just food, you know, I just want to do something that people like. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah, and that's my, uh, you know, that's that's my fulfillment. You know, just do something people like, so and make people laugh. So.
0: Well, I think it's great, and 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 you've done that. Uh, you've, you've 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 certainly done that here. You know, you've yeah, come you've, across a Yeah, bit. exactly. It's 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 been fantastic, the, and yeah, just I'm gonna have to stop by. Right. What days are you open? We're closed Mondays. So, okay.
1: Yeah, you know, just we're closed Mondays and we're open <clears throat> weekends till two thirty. Okay. And, um, and uh, Tuesday through Friday we're open eight a.m. every day. Okay. Uh, Tuesday through Friday, eight to five, and we do all kinds of stuff like freezer meals if you just want to take like a scratch made pot pie or mm-hmm. some kind of casserole which is all kinds of stuff yeah yeah just not just bagels breakfast sandwiches lunch sandwiches okay yeah so yeah man a little market in uh, ocean springs but uh well, who knows it's been two years now and i gotta itch maybe maybe to expand somewhere or who knows just to keep this as is we'll see
0: yeah 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 i got gotcha. you.
1: Yeah, it was it was fun. So good meeting you too. Nice yeah, yeah, you well. yeah,
0: you as well. And uh, we'll 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 have to do it again, and maybe get a podcast with with yeah, Zach because with Zach, I yeah. I think I think that'd be pretty yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, fun, yeah, entertaining. But right. uh, but again, Oren, thanks for thanks for stopping by, and uh, thank you for everybody, by. I appreciate it. Thanks for watching. Thank See ya. you, guys. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I certainly did. And if you want to follow uh, more and hear more, you can check us out on any of the major podcasting platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, everything. You can also follow us on social media. I've got a YouTube channel, so search for Shop and Chivalry. Subscribe there. We also have Instagram, just look for Shop and Chivalry, Twitter at Shop and Chivalry, and Facebook.com slash Shop and Chivalry. You can also shoot us an email at administration at shop and chivalry if you'd like to be on the show or suggest somebody or give more direct feedback you can also find that link on our website shop where i have all my ramblings about the show what the show means to me that that particular episode i've got a blog other media on there as well as well as embedded players so you can play the shows and the videos for those that that have video as well so uh again Thank you for all the love. I appreciate all the feedback. It's been wonderful. I'm having a great time. And, uh, yeah, much love. I right. See ya.